What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Wait a minute. You. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel in the building. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Shout out to the brothers at their job and the sisters at their job working for the man to bring home half of their paycheck. All right, appreciate y'all for working out here, working hard for us. We appreciate the blue-collar workers, the white-collar workers, and all the slaves in between, slavery by a different name, the debt slaves, the indentured servants, and the people like me. Oh, shout-out to the entrepreneurs. By the way, I lost my job two years ago. I don't have no job. <laughs> um, I lost my job, and nobody pays me, but I do receive donations for the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund, and this will be used to support the legal defense fund of yours truly, any milk dud head men like me to 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 go against and save potentially two children and, and so forth and so on. Just in case somebody's listening here, you know, the private investigators be listening. I don't have a job and I lost all my firearms in a boat accident. <laughs> and then also, oh, what happened? Fake book is not getting my stream. All right. Shout out to fake book. Fake book. Fake book kicked me out. I don't know. Facebook kicked me out, but it's all right. Anyway, and then also, uh, I, yeah, I don't have any cars. Nothing in my name. I own nothing. Anyway, man, we got a great stream today. We're going to talk about Kanye West forced to pay $2 million. Gentlemen. $2 million in child support per year. Let's give it to Kanye West. She ain't nothing but a gold digger. But she ain't messing with a broke, broke, broke. He already knew it. He saw it coming. That's why he went solo. But anyway, man, it is crazy, crazy, crazy going on here. Hey, um, for the people who are watching me that are going to make it to this point of the stream, what, what we got to know is we're living in a different world where at least there are men like myself, the men like the kings of kings, you know what I mean? Andrew Tate and the Kevin Samuels, the late Kevin Samuels, and all of the men in the manosphere. It is very, very very important for people to understand at least we're giving an attempt to try to change the course of this world and to stand up for people's rights. It's particularly fathers stand up for the uh, single mothers, raised son, husbands of the world, stand up for men who need to be raised by fathers, stand up for men's right, stand up for masculinity. I know you might not agree with it 100%, but we are at least giving it a try. We're not standing out of by, we're not being quiet. We're not muting ourselves. We're giving this a chance. And though, there's people that are rebuking us in the name of Satan, okay? But it still doesn't matter. We're still going to go out here, give it a try, and keep our foot on their neck. So if the people like Facebook are having problems, and the people here that are having problems with my message and want to pick, pinpoint one little thing here and there to try to fi find some way to uh, uh, disagree, uh, the sad part is those, those, minor, disagreement, those mi minor disagreements are futile because the overall purpose is, is what we're trying to do here. So if you want to bring your space God, your sky daddy, and any of these little arguments to nitpick at this overall message, I want you to think of the overall message, not the uh, little things you disagree with. Okay, we walk in the spirit of Elijah, the society in large, and America walks in the spirit of Jezebel. You're in the spirit and in the portrait of Sodom and Gomorrah. All right, and we walk in the spirit of Elijah. We seek to correct the wrongs that have been done to the society by standing up for free speech, standing up for self-protection, self-preservation, knowledge of self, and so forth and so on. 
All right. That's what we do over here. So you don't have to agree 100 percent with what I say. I have my opinions and that's what it is. And my opinion is based on facts, evidence, deliberation, belief system and its belief is it's based in truth. Your truth is based on hope. And we don't preach hope over here because hope is not a strategy. We tell men the real. And what, what would you rather do? Would you rather talk to people who have been through the wilderness, the wilderness, the belly of the beast we've seen? All right. Thine eyes have seen the glory of the Lord. Would you trust these people to come back and be able to tell you and warn you young men or what's ahead of you? Or do you want to trust somebody who has limited experience? They're young, dumb, and they're wet behind the ears and they ain't got their feet wet yet. Do you want to trust those people who are full of hope and cope? Or do you want to trust the people that have walked the walk and now can talk the talk? What do you want to do around here, man? We deal with this and this is the real in here. All right. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, man, you can talk that. Sh All right. You just old and bitter and hurt. But I've seen I've walked through the wilderness. I've seen the dead trees. I've seen the rotten carcasses. We've been victimized ourselves. I got the wounds. All right. And we come back and tell you, young men, watch out for that peace leave. It is a dangerous thing in the court systems and these gynocentric court systems. These fake family court systems that is not an executive court. They are an administrative court posing as an executive court full of threats and nothing but they, they don't have all, they're all bark and no bite. All they seek to do is administer financial penalties against you by withholding children against you. That's what they're going to do. And we're telling you that. All right. They have no means or no, no, no constitutional rights to stand on to do what they do. But you fully participate in it because you want to pass a legacy on They're kangaroo courts. They're not real courts. They, they're real courts in their mind because they play court every day. But we tell you, like Kanye West, you volunteer for these fake courts. You follow volunteer for these faux judges and commissioners and supervisors or whatever they do. And all they do is just administer paperwork back and forth. All right. And then they seek to penalize you under the Title IV D court laws. And then they administer child support against you, which does prevent you from um, creating generational wealth, not only for yourself, but your future kids, um, meaning that they're making their kids. And even Kanye West is going to be a part of this. They're making your kids uh, basically wards of the court. OK, not wards of the father. This is what they do. This is what they do. And you guys participate in this. And it's a sham. It's a sham. So uh, let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. We got a lot of uh, things to talk about. We got the blue chip mindset episode number 53. We're going to talk about protecting your seed, protecting your meat, because, yes, this is an issue based on relationship. But this is an honest time to, again, let's focus on protecting your seed and protecting your meat. The value of what men bring in relationships. They want to make you believe, make you believe that you bring no value to relationships. And it is that the woman just shows up and she brings all the value to the table. When then in the end, when it doesn't work out, they seem to, they seem to want to do what? Take the value, take the value right out of your assets. Then, then it becomes vitally important as to who's the leader. It becomes vitally important as to demonstrate who has the money. It could be now all of a sudden they want to say who's the leader and the patriarch. It is him and him should be penalized through the financial structure, through these title 4D fake kangaroo courts. All right. That's, that's what they do. These administrative courts. That's that's what they do. And I'm this is what we're talking about with blue chip mindset. Two hundred thousand dollars a month in a situation where already Kanye. And listen, I'm not defending him all the way because he continues to uh, bring harm upon himself financially by standing up for his own right so if he if that's what he wants to do that's fine if he seeks to find a, a little path or or justice in this fantastic i don't know i think he's wasting his breath at this particular point we got the point 
And now it's time to move on to some bigger and greater things, maybe focus on um, because now now Kanye, like many men are, are going to become criminals when you've broken no laws. OK, mm. see, this is what I want you men to understand. See, Hafiz and the likes of Hafiz will not tell you these things. What men like Kanye, like men like myself, you become criminals of the administrative court. Because they put a financial penalty against you that should be unjust and unfair, but it's fair under their jurisdictions, under their family law, and you become a criminal of the court when you've broken no crimes. Mm. Huh? You've broken no crimes. You're not even a criminal. You didn't even steal candy bars from 7-Eleven. Okay? You never even jaywalked. You didn't steal anyone. You didn't knock an old lady over and steal her purse. You didn't grape anybody. You didn't assault anyone. But here you go. He's broken no crimes. And I'm going to tell you something. Kanye West could face losing his freedom over this judgment alone. You thought he was going to lose freedom by talking about the you know who's. You thought he was going to lose freedom by talking about the you know who's and the who's in control. You thought he was going to lose his freedom there. That He was only able to lose his money. But should he become a, a defaulted deadbeat dad in the eyes of the administrative title for D courts he can go to jail this ain't no game this is not a game he couldn't go to jail they couldn't throw his ass in jail when he was talking about the you know who's and who was in control he could not go to jail they could not do anything to him they could barely assassinate his character he still was able to continue to go on podcasts and on shows and say what he wanted to say but the only way they were able to get him and they will get him and they will get you this way is to put you under the jurisdiction of the family courts because then they got you by the balls. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Do me a favor to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And these are all donations to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. This is not income. Also, if you want to super chat, go over to the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world order. Indeed. Yeah, modern day slavery, guys. You guys think I've been arguing this for a long time. You believe you because, listen. Somebody said two million is nothing to a billionaire. Let's go ahead and play that sad song. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but uh, <laughs> we're just going to have to let's give him the Undertaker bell, too. Mm. See, let me let me let me say something about this, and I'm going to tell you something about this. I, I was about to go in. The, the trolls are starting. You haven't even gotten to that part of the show yet, but See, when things are done unjust to women, we respond. When things are done unjust to men, I don't care if the man can afford it. It's unjust. First of all, you don't know how much money he does have. He had $11 billion, allegedly. He had $6 billion. I can guarantee you he ain't got none of that. That's number one. But number two, an injustice is an injustice. An injustice is an injustice. And one thing that guys like that say shit like that, they mask it by saying, well, you can afford it. Many men can afford to pay 
many child support uh child support penalties. However, is it just is it just is it fair? Is it right? That is the question. Hmm? Hey, anybody with all caps, please delete their ass. All right. If anybody has those capabilities, moderators and so forth and so on. You see. I don't care what he can afford. That is theft. It is extortion and it is robbery. And it would be robbery if it happened to you. So you make $50,000, but they're taking $500 a month. Ah, you can afford it. I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> okay. It's legal theft. It's extortion by the use of children, which we call pawns, which we seek to try to change in these fake fraudulent Title IV-D administrative courts. See, if it was happening to you, you, sir, would be calling it robbery. But I would say, well, you can afford it. Just pay it, you deadbeat. You see? <laughs> what a weird thing to say. Am I not on subscriber only? Because I got a lot of trolls in here today. So let me go ahead and I thought I was on subscriber only, but we just going to bump up the time limit because Jesus. All right, we got a lot of trolls in there. Okay. Check this out. Let's get to the earlier contributions to today's show. All right. Leaf is in the building. Leaf is in the building. Shout out to Leaf. Shout out to Chris Zambrano says, Coach, uh, can you tell us how you would respond to a woman who is asking for money? A pretty flatback coworker gave me choosing signals only to ask for $75. Look, man, ask gas or cash, baby. No one rides for free. First of all, she's a co-worker. Leave her ass alone. Guys, we let's go back to the basics and the fundamentals. We're going to have to start writing these things down. Leave co-workers alone. I don't give a damn what they send you. There's no such thing as choosing signals when the broad works for you. Leave them alone. Don't eat and shit in the same place. Don't eat with your crap. Um, it, it, it's very simple. That's number one. But now that you playing her game and she got you locked and potentially under sexual harassment monitoring now because you've complied with her. And then now uh, essentially she's you're texting her, which is a no, no. Seventy five dollars ain't worth you losing your job, is it? Leave coworkers alone. That's number one. Number two, ask gas or cash. If she's not a go uh, um, a coworker, nobody rides for free. I don't give money to women for free. Now, I will give money to women to get out of my life. But this is not what you're doing. You're doing neither. So she's got to give you service. Or she's got to render service or she's got to get out of your life and leave you alone. That's the only time you give women money. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Anyway, Octavius M says, what it do, coach? Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to you. All right. Rational Rationality said Tombstone, the a elephant last night, a mastodon. Call me the Undertaker. KT King, Title Four D, child support is not ju ju uh, judicial. Sorry, I meant I said executive early, but it's not judicial in nature. 
has no force of law if you don't consent. Fight it in the appellate court, gentlemen. I'm doing it now. All right. If you do have fight within your body and you do think the extortion courts, the judicial court, the administrative court is somewhat trying to put you in a pickle and you do have fight and you have time on your hands and research, I would just say to them to tell them to not threaten you with those useless threats. You're not violating any laws. You're not under any court orders. OK, so don't try to threaten me. But if you want to uh, put penalties on me, I will fight it all the way to the top, all the way through the appellate courts. And you will not you will waste time with me. So that's what KT King is doing. And many men do do things like that. But many men just say things like simp say, just pay the money and leave it alone. Now, if you think you have been your rights have been violated, you can fight these fraudulent fake administrative courts. All right. Who are who are lever leveling penalties against you and ruining your relationships with your children, like in Kanye's West situation. And they're also benefiting from getting matching funds from the federal government through Title 4D execution. See, you guys don't know about this. Where's the fees on this? And by the way, Rob Lebowski says, F these lawyers, do it yourself. And I'm going to tell you, do not use, if you want to fight these things in these family courts, do not use lawyers. Lawyers are all a part of the same bar association. They all rub elbows together. They all live in the same private communities together. They belong to the same country clubs. And they all know the judges because the, George, the judges were former family law attorneys. So if you do want to fight, don't use the lawyers. Do not use lawyers. Those lawyers are all blood-sucking scum, in my opinion, except for the brothers that is the lead attorney and our brother, that is um, Jonathan C. Noble. All of them are leeches and parasites in my mind. <laughs> anyway, ask me how I really feel. All right, shout out to Henry Resilient. It's a written, he says, it's written at the bottom of the temporary uh, alimony child support order that if you do not pay, I go to jail for 30 days on the first offense. Kim wants him on child support. It's a system of control. It gives the woman too much power, meaning that if she is in an emotional hizzy fit, hysterical or on her cycle, and she somehow finds that she feels like she's being treated unfairly and you somehow get behind on your child support, she can leverage a penalty against you, which is based on vindictiveness and not fairness. She seeks to destroy your relationships with their children. Okay, this is how you get penalized. We're going to break all of this down to you. But you guys don't you guys don't seem to get it. You guys don't seem to get it. This is not a game. Lord Flash says he's no longer a billionaire. And if anybody seeks to believe that he's a billionaire at this point, you're foolish. <laughs> Mimi says, as an attorney, I'm offended, coach. Well, listen, they don't call you liars for nothing. I mean, lawyers for nothing. But congratulations on finishing law school and passing the bar. But you're professional liars. That is just the truth and you know it. <laughs> and you got to pay off your law school debt. So anyway. You got to pay off that law school debt and you seek to destroy members of the greater society, penalize men by keeping their kids away from them and how, allowing the courts to extort money from from fathers when they just want to be a father and have them impair it unabated from the victim, the vindictive to a baby mama terrorist. 
also you can pay off your law school debt. Yeah. <laughs> I need that the truth is what it is. I need that the truth is what it is button. But everybody knows the game. So you got to know the game. I know the game because I'm a hustler by nature. I know what family law attorneys are doing. And I know the ultimate way to, uh, I know the ultimate uh, card to use against them to get them scrambling. If you want to know, come see CGA. I let this out, but I'm tired of letting these family court secrets out for you guys because it's too late for you guys. But I know how to play them like a fool. I know the ultimate card. I've been in the courts way too long. I got, I basically got a law school honorary doctorate. I'm an honorary JD. And you get to the point where you're not even scared of these cowards because they operate in fear by playing and putting on robes and suits and playing court and penalizing men like Kanye West by holding his children against him, putting them with the least fit parent, a goddamn stripper. They put, they, and Kanye, he ain't doing himself no favors. All right. He's doing himself no favors by saying what he's saying out here because it's going to be used against him in the courts. And Kim Kardashian is not going to hesitate to use what he's going through in, the, in society today against him. This is why she's a terrorist. Put her with they put them kids with a porn star, a booty model. I mean, if, against the guy who's running for president. But listen, he's doing himself no favor. Anyway. Shout out to Pimp Skywalker. Pimp Skywalker's in the building. Vasectomy gang in the building. Hashtag winning. My man getting the, he getting that vasectomy gang. He ain't getting caught up. Let's give him the win. Yeah, these are the modern day witches of the world, but not, that's neither here nor there. You guys aren't, you guys are not willing to call out in what you see in real time. You guys live in the past. You guys live in the past. You guys are real great at going through history books and telling us what was what and what was when. Oh, and back in 1865 and back in 1776 and back in 400 AD and when the Moors took over Europe in the Dark Ages. Y'all real good at calling that shit out and you got 2020 vision. But when it comes to 2020 vision in today's world, you guys are flat out cowards. All of you. <laughs> you guys got no smoke for what's going on today and you let the same things go on today that went on yesterday. And acting like it ain't happening, you simply are slaves. That's what it is. Fight forward, not backwards. Backwards in time ain't going to help a damn thing. Having all that backwards knowledge about what happened in 19 and 26 and 18 and 55 and 17 and 76 ain't going to help you today. Anyway, shout out to Derek Choice says, Coach, I respect any man who can heal from a heart he didn't break. And raise a child he didn't make. Let me get that sound clip out real quick. And shout out to all the stepdaddies out here. I respect any man who can heal a heart he didn't break and raise a child he didn't make. Indeed. All right. Shout out to you. Thank you for that clip. The war more. A little off topic, coach. But coach, you are so right about this. He says women don't manage money. They create and pay bills. Coach gang for life. That's what they do. And I'm going to show you proof of this in a little bit because um, this young woman right here, I was watching the great Anthony O'Neill, great financial guy, a little bit of a blue pill guy, but it's okay. I love the brother. All right. I love my brother. All right. And pause. This woman right here was just on this morning. 
talking about she got $211,000 in debt, including student loan debt, tax debt, credit card debt, and so forth and so on. And she's in her 40s. She's a big, large sister, chocolatey sister, and y'all brothers would basically throw your salami on the table for this bad deal. She's a mismanager of, of money. And the, the, for the life of me, I don't know why the courts keep putting these people over the money for the children and themselves when they completely mismanage and fumble it. But I can understand because the courts are of the devil. All right. And they don't seek any justice. They seek. If you've seen the movie Devil's Advocate, these people are not of the, the, the truth. They're not behind justice. They're behind corruption and extortion in the spirit of the devil. And then what they do is they put the children and the money in the mother's hands. And she ultimately is going to fumble both. All right. Both. And they know that. And then this way they create a lifelong customer. It creates a lifelong customer for the justice system. So they're in business, gentlemen. They're not in the business of justice. They're in the business of creating clients and customers. That's what they're in there doing. All right. But anyway, and they got them for lifelong because sure, sure enough, your kid is going to be in therapy. Your kid is going to be in juvenile court. Your kid is going to be potentially a drug addict, high school dropout, gang banger. Potentially, they're going to be just a slave. All right. An indentured servant. They're going to run out here with no leadership, no instruction. It's headed for self-destruction. They probably, probably, possibly might be uh, a, a victim of the, ju of the jurisdiction, not the jurisdiction court, the uh, criminal court if not the civil court, because they walk in the spirit of ignorance and they got lifelong customers at that point by putting the money in the hands of the baby mama terrorists and the custody in the hands of the same person. How can you have that? That seems like an oxymoron. That seems like a, um, that seems like a, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, they're going to be just another statistics. That seems like a conflict of interest to me. All right. But it's in the interest of the courts to continue to do that. And not only that, they get federal kickback money and all these judges get to laugh at you clowns for participating in this. It's absolutely hysterical. But I'm calling it out for what it is. Y'all not ready for this truth, are you? I'm hitting y'all today because, look, I want you guys to wake up to the realities of this. We're using Kanye West and Kim Kardashian because you recognize them as celebrities and you can see this in real time. Some dude says it's only 200, it's only $2 million a year. He can afford it. And that type of mindset we cannot afford. Not only that, not only that, we're telling you this as a lifelong man. This is the stuff you want to avoid because we use the celebrity because we can see it. But what you don't see is the men getting used and abused by these courts who have no recourse to defend themselves, no knowledge and understanding to defend themselves. And they continue to be victimized in ignorance, hoping that they can have a legacy to build. There's no more legacies, guys. Like the, the odds are stacked against you, even if you maintain a marriage. The odds are stacked against you steeply if you do it. The statistics are stacked against you. Not only that, you have people who are incentivized and trained, like the lawyer Mimi in here and the rest of the law people. They're incentivized to go after you and put you under such constraints in your relationships that ultimately you're going to succumb and be a statistic to this. One lawyer once said in the documentary that we tell you all to watch. One lawyer once said these famous words. I don't look at weddings as parties. I look at them as inventory. Are you listening to me? Do celebrate weddings. Lawyers celebrate them as potential inventory. And not only that, they open up the gateway to as many people as possible to get married, whether they lick them low lovers whether they Johnson lovers, 
they could get married too. And ultimately, these family court judges and attorneys who probably lobby to legalize these marriages can then get additional inventory, you goofballs. Okay. Somebody said, so how much is fair then? <laughs> how much is fair then? Somebody, I don't know who this is, but somebody says, how much would be fair? Under the, under the rules of equality, there should be no financial penalty. There should be no sense where the custody is somehow leveraged against you in the state of California, one of the most unfair places in the equal system. If we're pursuing true equality, how does one parent get penalized? And the other one doesn't. Not only that, how does one parent who has a significant means of income, which is uh, allegedly a billionaire, how in the world does she have a job and she gets equal custody and there's equal custody or equal alleged equal access amongst both? But there's a penalty to be paid. <laughs> this is absolutely insanity. I need to pay a penalty in order to see my kids. And not only that, what you guys don't know is that you still have to pay the penalty even if they don't give you equal access to the kids. And should she not give you equal access to the kids, the court would never punish her, never throw her in jail for contempt of court, and these coward judges will never remove the mother from custody. But what they will do is penalize you, use your kids against you, throw you in jail without hesitation. Is that fair, sir? Is that fair? See, that's what I'm talking about. If I'm facing penalty, if I'm paying under the gun point, if I'm paying under duress, if I'm paying under the penalty that I don't see my children and the other person has the ultimate control to punish me and the other person themselves can and will exercise that use based on their vindictive this nature, not on some. What, what can Kim Kardashian not afford to pay for these kids right now? What could what could Kim? She's allegedly a billionaire. Does she need the extra money to be able to do that? That's that's number one. Number two, why does it take two hundred thousand dollars to raise kids in America? This is a joke. It's a joke. Okay. And the people, uh, yeah, you should pick better. I see one in there. You should pick better. What we tell you guys is don't pick at all, and that's your ultimate ultimate. Uh, decision making you can pick and you can hope but you can't protect you see we're we're like kim kardashian so, so allegedly oh i'm i'm about equality i'm about what wow well, i'm about empowerment but she gonna pay kanye's pockets for two hundred thousand dollars a month What type of equality, what type of message does that send where women are saying we live in equality system but we're gonna pick pockets I allegedly can't support these kids without the help of this man, but I have to actually, he has to pay me when I'm babysitting the kids. Mm. Yeah, where did that go? Where did I don't need no man go? See, this is all the 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 conflicts of interest of these discussions that we're having. It's actually comical at this point. It's actually comical. <laughs> yeah, this is a revenge. Okay. Shout out to Rolos Panty Harry. Kim K is accusing Kanye of showing explicit pictures of her. That could be a big problem criminally if found out to be true. Ironically, you can see her online for free. I mean, <laughs> that was what I was going to say. I'm like, wait a minute. Kanye West was showing naked pictures of her allegedly. 
two friends and colleagues, and literally she has naked video of her online. Like, where, bruh? Like, really? Really, Kim? But guys, look, these courts are used to penalize you. These courts are used to penalize you for ruining their little relationship. Okay. Anyway, shout out to my man Kirby over there. Blue pit, blue chip mindset in the building. All right, DGC more blessing CGA. We back in the building. Thank you for being here again and again. Jones G, knowledge every man needs in the war for our souls. All right. Yep. Everett says best damn show on YouTube. Free agent for life. Okay, and I want you to realize, look, we do take accountability for our decisions. We take accountability for our ignorance. We take accountability for our hopes. But when people continue to just turn this back around and blame you for doing something that you thought you were doing the right thing, and then they turn around, well, you should have picked better up. You shouldn't have got it. You shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have got married. I'm telling you guys, (laughs) it's one of the oddest things you'll ever see. But if you take your own life, they'll blame you for that, too. You're like, I can't afford to pay it. I ain't going to jail. Take your life up. Yep. Well, you're a selfish human being. Guys, at some particular point, you got to realize this game is stacked against you guys. It's stacked against you. We're not victims in this. Now, what we do is what's the solution? Do you keep doing this? If the people like uh, that support marriages like Hafiz keep wanting to battle me on this one, I keep getting evidence like this. We keep having men like Henry Resilient who has to write a hundred and fifty dollars a dollar check to his ex-wife in this situation where who has one hundred and fifty thousand dollars liquid assets that's going to destroy his potential wealth growth in the next 10 years. Not only that, the money's going to be wasted and discarded, likely, highly likely. Shout out to Pendar. Good morning, CGA regarding marriage. Men can't. Men can win by not playing. Yes. That's the only way you win in this system. And guys, if you want to do fraudulent marriages, if you want to do legal marriage or uh, um, marriages off the record, go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to try to manipulate the system, I'll just get married, but not with the state. You got to talk that up with the woman that you marry. I'm not just going to get a marriage license. You got to talk that up with the women that you marry because maybe she wants the marriage license. Now, if she does it, Without the license, she still can in many jurisdictions, and this is why you got to do your due diligence. In many jurisdictions, it don't matter if you got the license. They still going to go ahead and use other ways to determine if you were were married, in fact. Potentially bank accounts, uh, titles on property, uh, mail received in in, in places, testimonies of of, uh, neighbors where you introduce this person as the wife. Common law. Come on, man. Come on. You guys are just too dumb to realize that that uh, you just can't walk in. Well, I never got a marriage license. Please. You think they never heard that stupid excuse before? <laughs> well, I got an ironclad prenup. Okay, we'll see. Matter of fact, we're going to actually have a hearing on this ironclad prenup. Get a lawyer. <laughs> and now that lawyer charged you $800 an hour. While your wife tries to, uh, your wife or your current wife tries to prove that the prenup is indeed invalid. Yeah, have fun. You're going to fight her to not give her $45,000, but you're going to pay $45,000 in legal expenses. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, XL Pro Services says preaching today, bro. I got to get into the show. 
guys, this is not this. You guys, I, I, I know. Listen, I've been in the belly of the beast too many times to think. I've seen all of these little games y'all play on YouTube. I see what the attorneys are saying. I see these things that you think, oh, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to just do that. I see dudes go in there and they walk in there and they think they're going to do it because they've been listening to a YouTube lawyer. And I'm not talking about the lawyers that are real lawyers. I'm talking about these lawyers that claim they know the law. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to just say this and do that and hit them with this and hit them with that. Guys, that's not how you fight the legal system. The number one way to fight the legal system is not to become a part of the legal system. That's number one. Number two, if in fact you do become part of the legal system, you don't fight them by walking in the courtroom and telling them what it is. You fight them with paperwork. Your paperwork got to be tight and you got to have your due diligence and you got to know the law and you got to know how to hang them. You got to know what a hearing is versus a trial. You got to know what evidence is. You got to know how to submit the evidence, ask for the evidence, level subpoenas, so forth and so on. That's how you fight. Most of you guys don't have the wherewithal to do that. So you guys go around the, the beat around the bush and oh, I'm going to say this when I walk in there. You ain't going to do shit. I'm just letting you know that ain't going to work. <laughs> it ain't going to work. Think You think it's going to work. That's why they have the lead attorney out here. Lead attorney will run your ass over with that bullshit. He'll hit you with two objections. And if you don't tell his not lead attorney, if you don't tell that coward, attorney to shut the hell up and stop interrupting you you about to get ran over if you don't hold, cuff your balls and hold masculine frame that's what it is and if you don't know the ultimate trick at the end of it you just go ahead and go through the system and then you throw the ace card out there or the wild card joker and then you bankrupt all their asses mm. <laughs> i'm telling you man you guys man I, I hear some of this stuff and i'm like what are y'all talking about you gonna do this and go do that when you walk up in there. You ain't put it on paperwork. It don't mean nothing. You're gonna get punched in the gut one time and you're gonna shut the hell up. That's what you're gonna do. And the bailiff's gonna drag your ass out. <laughs> Let's get to this right here. For we all have sinned. For we all have sinned. Let's take a comical approach to marriage as well. Listen, this is the blue chip mindset. We're still on blue chip. Trust me, we're going to make it all connect. But I got to talk about some of these stories here. Um, here it is. This is a common brother, a common brother holding a common L. Uh, this brother right here thought he had a good one. He thought he had an ugly fat chick. And he was like, I'm going to be insulated and protected against thottery because I got a fat, ugly chick. Well, listen, the streets be calling all of them in these streets. The streets call for all. All right, uh, there's dudes out there that will pipe your girl down, don't matter if she ugly or not. Let's go ahead and play it, this brother here. This sounds like these brothers that try to come against me. And then let's hear, let's see how it ended up. Fight right here. I love her. Don't get mad at me. I got somebody in my bed. It's my wife. Don't get mad at me because you're sleeping by yourself. Don't get mad at me because nobody calling you. You ain't getting no texts. All you got is a bunch of calls you sent out. Ain't nobody calling you. So don't get mad at me over here. I'm happy over here. Don't worry about what you say. Because no matter what you say, we still got love. We love each other. We're going to love each other regardless. Ten years strong. Three kids. Well, uh, as you guys know... Uh, a man like myself always know how this is going to end because, as you guys know, I tell you 
it's if it's not long term, meaning 20 years, 25 years, it don't mean nothing. You just telling me hot breath. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you can put 20 years in a great relationship and it ends. I know this. This is why I don't try to fight guys that try to prove me wrong with a short term relationship. Oh, we've been together a year, two years, five months and what all that. So what? That means nothing. Oh, I got a girl, man. Coach, I got a girl. You just this and that. I was like, okay. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And you know how this story ends. Let's go ahead and play it. All women cheat. You just can't catch them. Ask to see a phone. She ain't gonna give it to you. You know how many men in her inbox? You know how many men that she texting? She texting your cousin, maybe your dad or your uncle. These women don't care. Long as they get a check, they'll open them legs up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boy, plot twist. <laughs> what happened, sir? What happened to all that? I got a woman in bed. I got a woman that won't cheat. I got love. <laughs> yeah, that shit always seems to work out that way. You just give it a little bit of time, and the statistics will be the statistics. 99% of relationships fail. 50-plus percent, if not 60% of marriages Kaput. And if you add the ones that are already on the damn last leg, you got 75% essentially of, of marriages that are just in the shitter. All right, listen, listen, this is just, it's just what it is. You know what I mean? We all have been here. We all have heard the dudes running here. I get the hoes, coach. You just mad. Listen, I got the hoes too. All right. I got them and I get them continuously. I got women in my bed. Oh, you ain't got them in my bed. I got love. I found love. Okay. You found it. Someday you'll lose it. Statistically, you will, but it's okay. You better be prepared for it because if you're not prepared to lose that love, you're a fool. Let's go ahead and listen to this brother again right here. This my wife right here. I love her. Don't get mad at me. I got somebody in my bed. It's my wife. Don't get mad at me because you're sleeping by yourself. Don't get mad at me because nobody calling you. You ain't getting no texts. All you got is a bunch of calls you sent out. Ain't nobody calling you. So don't get mad at me over here. I'm happy over here. Don't worry about what you say. Because no matter what you say, we still got love. We love each other. We're going to love each other regardless. Ten years strong. Three kids. In these streets. Oh, All women cheat. You just can't catch them. Ask to see a phone. She ain't gonna give it to you. You know how many men in her inbox? You know how many men that she texting? She texting your cousin, maybe your dad or your uncle. These women don't care. Long as they get a check, they'll open them legs up. The streets be calling. I don't care if you had 10 years and three kids. Don't matter, sir. Time. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, for we all have simped and fallen short of the glory of the free agent lifestyle. And you will learn. You will definitely learn. <laughs> My man got caught. He tried to insulate himself. He was like, I'm going to go with a master nine. All right. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Guys, dude, in this day and age, it don't matter if they ugly, short, cockeyed, knock knee, buck tooth, gap tooth, ugly, black, brown, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. It don't matter what they are. They have the, they got dues. They got options. We talked about this yesterday. By the way, yesterday's stream had a um, issue with the copyright. Remember, we had it during the show. So it won't be up until that issue has been resolved. All right, let's go to the next story right here. Um, life imitates art or art imitates life. 
we do sometimes get married couples that do post what it's like to be really married. And we warn you of this is guys, if you get married for sex, you're a fool. I know you, you get married and you think you're going to have your wife forever sexing her down. You're not. You think she's ever always going to be anticipating you being there and ready and having lingerie and making sexy time with you. It's not going to happen. And for the ladies that are watching me, listen, I understand it's an impossible mission. It should not be your expectation. However, you should be fully aware of what you're doing. You're basically being a leech and a parasite if you are not giving your man access. And I don't care if you don't feel like it you basically are committing fraud but but with that being said if you are not ready to please your man you need to have a woman ready to please him let's continue here this is a funny video a skit if you will that is going to talk about marriage in a comedic way but just understand that this is a truth that they're displaying and they're using humor to hide the fact that this is a reality let's go ahead and show it again here on fake book and um, let's see if I can pull it up here. And uh, it says, when you're dating versus when you get married. And of course, it's a busted Pillsbury biscuit can, but somebody might like it. Baby, are you ready? Mm. Versus when you're married. Now, you don't need to know what they're saying to understand what they're saying. This is pretty much easy communication. So there's a disconnect here. And uh, I'm going to show you where the disconnect is. And I'm going to show you right now. She's fully aware. Let me, let me get to the point. Here. Now, there, women are going to say he's not prepared. Look at him in his boxer shorts and them, them black socks, which would be fair argument. But look right here, right here, right there, guys. You see this right here? You see this look? I want you to see this look where she came out the bathroom, she's fully aware that she knows her husband is going to be disappointed. She knows she's going to have to uh, put up with some shit and some bite back and some, you know, arguments of why she ain't ready to sex her down. Anytime you see your woman in these pajamas, she's telling you not verbally, you ain't getting nothing. And many times if she's just simply not in the mood, she will do this on purpose. And she's already coming out with the attitude. Like, I already know you go give me some shit and I'm ready to fight. I'm already I'm already ready to fight. So you see this, guys. We used to call this target pants. All right. You put on your target pajamas. You know, this is basically communicative languages. You ain't getting no peace. Leave the night. If she comes with booty shorts and naked. Now, you know, it's on like Donkey Kong. But she's basically shielding herself from a sexual attempt by putting these dots all over her face. And this is simply what happens when you cohabitate. But let's just say this. Let's just say this. People are unaware that this is a natural thing. And you will see this. Look, even women will say, yep, after marriage, it's over. This is a woman. Now, you guys will say, no, nah, that's not true. And some person will say, no, nah, I still sex down my wife after 14 years. That is the rarity. It is essentially over after two years of marriage. And that's just what it is. All right. You're going to see a steep decline in the intimacy category. What will you do if that's OK with you? It's fine. But many men can't deal with this. And you will go through some sort of extreme, extreme gaslighting. 
extreme. You are not doing this. You're not making me feel special. You don't take me out no more, which I say is more extortion because the purpose of me marrying is I'm already putting that on the table. I've already done it. Why do I have to keep jumping through hoops like this? I might as well stay single. If you withhold your resources in a marriage, if we, you withhold your resources in child support court, you go to jail. And if you withhold your resources in a marriage, it's called financial abuse. However, on the other side, they can withhold sex from you or intimacy. Not only that, you could be paying for that intimacy and putting down payments on it as a married man. And she can give it away for free and still not be penalized. And they will say, well, it's her body, her choice. Well, guys, this is why we teach you. It's your wallet. It's your choice. This is why we teach you your power is to walk away. Your power is not to debate and argue. Your power is to simply walk away, wash your hands into participating in this particular system because it exploits men. It doesn't reward men. So that's what you guys got to see, man. Look, we use these things as a teaching point, and they're even using it as a means to develop a comedic position where the man is being tortured or they're laughing at her exploiting his natural desire to want to please his wife or please himself. They're calling him selfish or they're saying he's not doing something right. He ain't hitting it right. You ain't paying it right. You ain't taking her out. You ain't giving her flowers. So this is what the world does to men. And it does it to make women feel better about themselves. Not only that, it does it to give them power. And uh, here it is right here. Somebody says, I prefer the nightgown, but do you prefer the attitude? This is, see, this is what simps do. They immediately say, I prefer this over the lingerie as some sort of fetish or some sort of uh, thing to not control their lust. Of course, yes, you prefer the nightgown, but look at her face. All right. Just because she got the nightgown on doesn't mean she's going to be ready. All right. Um, honestly, the sexy, the second outfit is sexy as F. Um, anyway, simps going to be simps. <laughs> simps gonna be simps all right let's get to the paypals and the uh demos appreciate y'all for being here do me a favor hit the like button in the building um i'm gonna go ahead and scroll the topic so you see them across the board so you see what point of the show we are in so you see what type of investment we have to make in time here this is a podcast just so you know we're here for open discussion and we do acknowledge the people who support this channel if you're new to the channel subscribe uh, this is not a get to the point show. We do have good conversations, some humor, and we have instruction. Yes, the conversation might go and shift from here to there. All right. And I will put the topics down below where we are so you know where we are. Okay. Understand that. This is not a 10 minute video about the show, but this will be broken down on my other channels. By the way, my other channels are listed in the links in the description box. Shout out to Albert Ingram. Stories like this is why I told my family. I don't want to have kids and get married, but they think I'm rainbow because of it. He said they try to shame me because I don't want to get used. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how it works. But when you go into self-preservation, self-protection, right, and you're not going to just be somebody that wants to volunteer themselves to be um, destroyed by a fair, unfair system, they're going to call you names. And you just got to put up with the names, gentlemen. Put up with the names. Don't don't worry about the name calling. It's very much going to be something you want to deal with. We got our man Run Forrest Run. He came by to support the show at the last minute. He said, showing my support, coach. 
showing my support for you, coach. Your content has helped me so much in a short period of time. I can't thank you enough. Stay strong, my friend. Shout out to you, my friend. <laughs> All right. Shout out to you, my friend. By the way, boy, yesterday's show, yesterday's show was a heat-seeking missile. Unfortunately, a copyright issue has taken it down. All right, Sizzle is in the building. He says, they always hate your freedom. Yes, indeed. But they're jealous of it. Shout out to Sizzo. Yo, coach, I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see a handful of recent proposals right after the holiday. He says, these Mitch Ninjas don't even know what's coming for them in 2023. Best of luck, I guess. Yes, man, look, sometimes. You can't win. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, man. You know, sit back. 2023 is going to be a hell of a year financially, economically for many people. And I don't think it's proper time to take on dead weight. But, you know, they got they're in love. By the way, choosing people based on love, I think, is a dumb decision. It should be based on business, all right, all, all the time. Because when you get divorced, when the breaks up, it's going to be based on business. All right, Spike Spiegel, what's up, coach? I recently started buying a little silver as opposed to only firearms and ammo. You're not, he says, you're not spending your money. You're converting it. Absolutely. He says, use the APMEX AP app. Time to get my bag and run. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into the financials today. The, the, the show today is kind of, you know, not that financially oriented, except for how you get penalized against how your finances get penalized. Because, you know, honestly, men, when they get married, they want to do the right thing. They, they think they want to do the right thing, right? I'm doing the right thing. I'm making her an honest woman. I want to provide for this woman in some sort, whether it's 50% provision or 100%. I want to create something. I want to create life, right? Many men aren't getting into marriage for selfish reasons. I'm like, they're not getting into it. I want to control a woman. I want to have a woman to beat on and sex up. Like, most men aren't doing that. Not saying men are entering relationships for perfect reasons, but this is normally what they're entering to, and people use that against you. The courts simply use that against you. Attorneys use that against you. Women use that against you. How do women use that against you? They Well, listen, 70 to 80% of them file first. They bomb first. They're the ones to tear the relationship up first. And I think it's their expectations of what they are going to get in a marriage. And um, because they live in a, in, they have a utopian mindset, I always warned you, we're going to get to that when we get to the victim mindset as a means to try to shake the victim mindset off of you. They live in a utopia, utopian world. Meaning if they make a decision, there's going to be a perfect result. Most men don't do that. We make decision and we measure it between consequences and repercussions and accountability. We're like, all right, every decision we make should be calculated. It shouldn't be based on hope. And I tell black men, this is what you need to do. But they make a decision and say, hey, there's going to be a perfect result. And then if it's imperfect, guess what? But decision making in life is imperfect. Not only that, they never see the they never see the consequence on the other side. They never see that hey, a decision like this could cause you to be unhappy. And then they wait and then they become unhappy. I'm not happy. Right? We see this. <laughs> we see this in we saw this in prohibition. Largely women were against prohibition. Long-term consequences was the country was essentially hijacked. Long-term and there was a cultural shift because of the prohibition ban. Most women in feminist, early feminism were against alcohol and they wanted it to be dry. 
They got rid of it. And we talked about this yesterday. They got rid of it and the criminal organizations took over. They just made criminals more powerful. The Jewish mob, the Italian mob, even the black mob. I mean, all they did. And not only that, 40 years after that, one of those people who turned into a prohibition uh, prohibitionist. Well, he wasn't a prohibitionist. He was a moonshiner himself. His son's running for president and got elected. See, this is this is the stuff we talk about. This is the long-term things that people don't think about. And we see this even today where they're not trying to prohibit alcohol. They're prohibiting firearms. They're prohibiting, prohibiting the natural uh, born citizen against firearms. In a, pro, in a utopian mindset, if we get rid of the firearms, there'll be no violence. That's stupid. I mean, look, there, there can't be anything more dumber than that because that's, an, that's a utopian mindset. You're not thinking of people who can actually take advantage of that situation. Yeah, just get rid of the firearms. Nobody will shoot each other. <laughs> That's how they enter marriages, too. Yeah, we get married. We love each other. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs> You're just like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a, it's a crazy world. Somebody says criminals don't need firearms to be violent. They sure don't, but they still drive by and shoot, don't they? They still use them, don't they? <laughs> what are you talking about? They don't need them, but they seem to use them. And the fact that I don't have one, but they do, puts them in an extremely important position. <laughs> they don't need them, but they seem to always use them. Come on, man. That's not a way to that's not a way to argue my point. All right. Shout out to Jim Status says CGA is the GOAT. Get fit, get money, and hit the like button. Okay, let me do two more. <laughs> All right, here we go. Police don't need firearms, but they seem to always carry one. <laughs> Shout out to Dooski. All right. Uh, what does he got to say, brother? He says, uh, Kanye is a gump for even wife in a known 304, but women get divorced just to move another man right in and go through the same thing. Anyway, free agent for life. Whoever said 200K a month is nothing doesn't know how the monetary system works. Absolutely. Like, 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 um, one thing you guys got to know and, uh, Maybe I'll save this until when we get there, but I'll just say this. I don't care what you have in terms of resources. I don't care what you have in terms of resources. When you have a when you have a judgment levied against you and it's per month basis, that shit adds up real fast. I don't care what you have. That writing that check is going to be painful. Not only that, you don't have that liquid all the time. People misconstrue how you're measured in net worth. And this is why we here to educate you. Net worth and liquid are not the same thing. Can we get a true understanding of that? Many times a person will be worth something, but they don't have it liquid. They don't have the access to it. This is how people who actually do things like, uh, what do you do when you kidnap somebody and you hold them against them? A well, ransom, ransom note. <laughs> right you have a ransom oh i get it this person's rich i'm gonna run in this house steal his kid or his wife or his husband i'm gonna hold him at ransom and then i'm gonna ask him for fifty thousand dollars well not many people have 50 grand i don't care if you're rich your 50 grand is tied up into many things i might be worth i'm not me but people might be worth two million dollars doesn't mean they have a million dollars liquid don't mean they have a be able to write a two hundred thousand dollar check per month and if this happens, you could potentially face a penalty when you are when you have a judgment like this, you could potentially face a penalty. Many times people take their money and reinvest it in their business. 
So their money is in their business. So then if your money's in your business, that becomes fodder for the family courts to tap into as well. So now you can't reinvest in your business, pay your payroll to your employees because now it's tied up in the court judgments, right? So now you can't build. I mean, people are ignorant when they say things like that. A billionaire can afford it. it this is ignorance. You don't know how cash flow works. Cash flow is just not having unlimited forms of resources just to give away. Many of it is tied up in stocks, equity and business and so forth and so on. So much so that the market fluctuation can force you to lose $20 million overnight. They didn't walk in your house and take the $20 million. They took it out of the equity that you own in certain businesses or what you have invested. So this is what we got to understand about it. You can't have a $200,000 judgment on just about anybody because it could be crippling. He says, not the, the MX black card. Um, and so if I have to, even if I had it liquid, but I'm normally going to invest it in my business, that still can be crippling to me. It can still be like, what? I can't now, now I can't reinvest and grow my business. But what they'll say is you got to take care of your kids. Okay. If you want me to take care of my kids, give the kids to me. What's the problem with this? I need to have the, if the, if she can't afford to have the kids, why aren't the kids with me? That's called taking care of your kids, paying money and making you a wallet is not equal taking care of your kids. Let's get this one right here. Why you have to distance yourself from your family and your growth as a blue chip mindset, man, I'm not a big proponent of family, especially extended family, meaning I owe them nothing, but many times your family will sabotage you faster than any other person. And this is going to be a story that's going to be symbolic of that. Right here, there's a woman. Um, by the way, I don't know who these people are, so I don't have any context. Apparently, there's a guy named ESTG. The sister says she's homeless, and she called him out for abandoning her. Let's go ahead and give her an L. I don't know who this person is, but apparently they're famous enough and uh, famous enough to be on, up here on No Jumper. Uh, we're going to hear her testimony here. We're going to give her a chance to prove herself. Let's go ahead. And uh, your female relatives are just as vindictive and spiteful and jealous as the women you date and marry. All right. Just know this. Even your mother could be in this boat and then be assumed. Uh, we, we actually know a mother of an NFL player to have sued the NFL player. For millions of dollars because she birthed him and created an opportunity for him to go to the NFL. Let's continue. I have five kids. I don't have any support. Um, I am ESTG's sister and I'm homeless. I have five kids. I don't have any support. Um, I am ESTG's sister and... Okay, this seems to be a repeat. Let me go to, on to the next... Oh, okay, that's the only clip here. Let me go on here. Uh, I missed this person. I don't know who's posting this. I can't... I don't have any context, but apparently it says right here, uh, when has it ever been okay to leave the women, the woman in your family defenseless and homeless? Always. It's always been okay. 
especially when you toxic as hell, especially when you don't listen to advice, especially when I put you up on game and you don't take the opportunity and you become lazy, especially when you're not a happy person, especially when you got five kids, probably under the age of 30 by probably multiple different men. And you didn't listen to the game that I was giving you. All right. I tried to probably give you a job. I gave you opportunities and you passed it up to be out here in these streets fornicating. And guess what? I got nothing for you, ma'am. All I got is cold turkey in the can for you. That's all I got. Okay, especially if you're a family member and you, I put you up on game. Dr. Dre faced this situation with his own daughter who was delivering Uber and Lyft. And now she was trying to throw him under the bus when she had given he had given her millions of dollars over the time. And all she had to do was parlay that. But she blew it. And now she was trying to call him out. See, I don't listen to these sob stories when it comes to family members, especially female family members who use these toxic ways to try to tie you in and guilt you as you on your way to fame. And now they want to disrupt it when they were given instruction, but they chose self-destruction. I owe you nothing. I owe you nothing. I don't care if you're a female or a male. If you out in these streets, that's a, that's what you chose in these streets. Yeah. That's, you know, the only thing you get is leftover barbecue. It's barbecue in there. That's all you get. You got to be cold. Just like the mineral of the winter in this bet. He says right here, when did street ninjas put, the they ninjas before they family all i put my business before my family and if you want to be a part as a family member or part of my business i got a job for you but you're not gonna come in here put your paw out and then what act like uh act like i owe you something and then not be a part of my business and put money back into my business this is crazy this is absolutely reprehensible behavior and it's despicable and she's using the court of public opinion as usual to try to persecute her successful family member. This is nothing but jealousy. This is nothing but jealousy. He owes her nothing. You owe them nothing. You chose the path of success. You sacrifice, you risk. You used your talent. You recognize your talent and you parlayed that into money. And they sat up there on the couch eating barbecue. All right. Yes. You set up on the barbecue in there. You set up on the couch eat, eating barbecue. Yeah. You might've supported me and told a couple people about my record. But at the end of the day, are you part of the business? I need some employees. See, she said, listen, all when you're that person, we talked about this in a blue chip mindset stream. And I want you to re remember, everybody can't win without you. That includes family members, friends, and whatever. Okay. And when you choose to be the one to break the cycle of death and destruction in your family, and you choose that path and everybody else sits and watches you and family are big, big on this one. They'll not support you or they'll claim they give you a little bit of support. They'll just sit and watch you and hope you fail, hope you fall on your face. Just like the slaves on the plantation will watch the free people try to jump over the 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 um, jump over the, uh, the fence. All right. And then they jumped over the fence and ran and the slaves sat up there and just watched the person. And then when the person got caught and they foot chopped off, they sit there and sniggled at them. I told you wasn't going to be free. See, if this dude would have been a failure in his endeavors, they wouldn't have said, shh. All right, but now that he's a success, now they want to stab him in the back. So you got to watch out for these people. When you're, one, when you're, one, when you're the one that want to break the cycle of your family, if your family is not along with the ride or in a support system or in there and say, I want to be a part of your business and or I want to learn from you, once they get in a situation, you don't owe them anything, but out of the kindness of your heart, if you feel like you can't afford to help them, giving them money is not help. Giving them money is not help. What you want to give them is opportunity. What you want to give them is options. What you want to do 
is get them out of the mindset that they have and give them a different mindset, then reward them incrementally by them rewarding you. All right, but everybody can't come along with your journey, man. And never be. Yeah, the money is going to hurt them because she's going to blow it. Everybody knows that she's going to blow the money. And then she's going to be back out with her paw out with no work ethic. Don't reward people like this and don't have a sense that you do need to reward them. But if they do, as a family member, want to come back in the spirit of humbleness and meekness, tell them to come back on their knees and then you can give them attention. You can give them an opportunity. That's the best thing you can give a person, right? You can teach a man to fish and feed him for a day. I'm sorry, you can give a man to fish and, and, and feed him for the day. But if you teach a man to fish, they'll never go hungry. And the same thing with women. The women in your life bring confusion. And sh so like Nina, when New Jack, I'll cancel that bitch. Look at me. This is the life I chose. Nigga, girls will ride me some cold that my heart done froze. I've been the empire on the low. My knocks don't know I'm the weather, man. I take that coat. Yeah, <laughs> I ran out of breath. It's hard to be a rapper. All right, uh, let's talk about this victim mindset in the building. There's no victims. There's only volunteers in this society. We do have a lot of victims. All right. New, 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 new world order. Okay. Somebody said I'm I I'm STG's ST ST. What's his name? <laughs> All right. The victim mindset. I want you to listen to this. This is right here. People just want to be victims in this world, and we teach men. To take the world in your hands. You are your own personal God. Don't wait for God to reward you. Become your God. And if you do believe in Sky Daddy, let the Sky Daddy reward you as such. But he gave you freedom of thought. He gave you freedom of choice. And you're an independent contractor in terms of that. You got to make your own path here on earth. The victim mindset will destroy you. People are looking for racism. They're looking for sexism and all of these things. I look for them, but I look to overcome them. There's no deficiency that you cannot overcome, but you got to be really, really deliberate on how you and intentional, deliberate and intentional on how you overcome these things. If you have the past mindset and you're not using it to help your present and your future, you're just you're just delaying growth. And we don't delay growth over here. Let me show you some examples here of a, a, a woman. This is going to be a woman. We're going to speak in this uh, light first. This is the blonde, and they're going to talk about male privilege, all right? Despite the fact that suicides, work-related deaths, uh, men lead in, men lead in the, uh, doing the dirty and dangerous jobs. Uh, but this is a woman who's going to believe that- It has been- Oh, here we go right here. Let's go ahead and, oh, I can do the, I can do this right it here. It has been a male-ran society. I mean, there's been so many instances. I mean, think about it. Like the whole stereotype of men go to war, women stay and kind of take care of the kids- in my opinion, that's patriarchy because that's kind of giving the men like this, like higher role and like higher position in society. Bruh, this is this one got to be a big L. This is a fat L right here. I'm going to play it again. This woman's arguing. For the fact that our society is a patriarchy. By saying <laughs> that men have to men get to go to war and the women have to stay back. <laughs> And the women have to stay back and be and seek shelter and, and, and children and raise children. And so it's a patriarchal society since men get to go out and fight. Men get to go out and work. Let's go ahead and play it again. It has been a male ran society. I mean, there's been so many instances. I mean, think about it. Like the whole stereotype of men go to war, women stay and kind of take care of the kids. 
in my opinion, that's patriarchy because that's kind of giving the men like this like higher role and like higher position in society. But I think you can't deny that throughout history, women have been oppressed. This like higher role and like higher position in society. <sighs> I mean, I don't know how much many fat L's you can take as trying to be a victim as to portray war as a privilege. And listen, you want to go on the front line. I'm sure you can volunteer for yourself and then you can certainly become a victim when the death hits your ass. You know, when death becomes you, it is what it is. You chose the front lines. But um, I, I'm sure she doesn't she doesn't want to go in on the front line. I'm, I'm quite sure of it. But this is looking to be a victim. She could easily volunteer for these situations, uh, and but I don't think she'd want to do it. But this is how ridiculous our world is becoming. We're giving way too many people opportunities to sit around and become victims. Uh, here's another situation right here. This is a young woman, uh, Kelsey Plum. She plays for the Las Vegas Aces. And you know the WNBA has been going through this situation where they want to get paid fairly or equally. And people, she's going to say they misconstrued the fact that the equal payment argument is not that they want to get paid what the NBA players are getting. She's going to say this, and then we're going to try to see if she makes some damn sense. Paid what the men get paid. We're asking you to get paid the same percentage of revenue shared. Okay. Do you know got what I'm it, saying? Got it, got it, got it. So that's a huge misconception. That's a huge misconception. Yeah, got it. Okay. For sure. Yeah, because every video is like, oh, this person gets paid this, this, this no. person gets yeah. paid that, right? So I want to be really clear about that. Like, I don't think I, I should get paid the same as LeBron. Right. But the percentage of revenue, like, for example... They sell my jersey in Mandalay Bay. I don't get a dime. You don't get any money from jersey sales? That's crazy. The, in the NBA, um, they have percentages of revenue shared for the players, right? right. So jersey yeah. sales, obviously their TV contracts. You see these every year, these contracts get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Yeah, massive. But but that's because their CBA it negotiates where the, you know, if the owners are making certain types of money, they get that as well. Got it. In the WNBA, that's not the case. We are not asking you get paid what the men get paid now let, that's when the video repeats itself again let's hold a fat l for this argument now first of all you got to figure out what she's talking about here she doesn't want equal pay she doesn't want what james harden makes okay that seems fair i'm glad you cleared that up what she's saying is there's a collective bargaining agreement with the league that the nba players get a portion of the revenue not the profit they get a portion of the revenue and they get ver they get percentages of jersey sales, T-shirts, name, image, likeness, and so forth and so on, which any person would actually agree. However, when you talk about the cost to make said jersey versus the sales of jerseys, you're probably going to see that there's not much revenue or there's not much profit. But this is looking to be a victim. Let's get take you th to this chart. Revenue to profit. Revenue, what she's arguing is there's TV contracts, jersey sales, all of that stuff. There's gross sales, and then there's revenue. She wants to cut in right here. All right, everybody can see this. This is the blue chip mindset. This is what we teach. There's, there's gross sales, there's net revenue, and then before the profit, she wants to cut right here. This is where she wants to cut. In many collective bargaining agreements and NBA players and such, they cut in right here. But she doesn't realize that the, the league and the people who produce her jerseys, they're operating at a net negative, all right? They're operating under a situation where they probably don't make a profit. It's very simple. So then when you go under the gross profit, after you get their cut and the players get their cut, how much profit is left? Gross. 
None. It's been proven there's none left. There's nothing, not a, let alone TV contracts, advertisements. Once you pay this off, once you get the sales minus the cost directly associated with the production of your product, including raw materials and labor, she wants to take right off the top. Now, once you once all the players take right off the top and then you get to what's left is zero plus zero. It's none. What the hell are you talking about? And then once taxes are paid, interest and whatnot, once I... Once I put, uh, at least for since that I credit, I have a credit with manufacturers based on who what I think will sell. And if I sell less, I have to eat the profit. I basically get no profit. She want to cut in right here when she knows damn well there's going to be nothing left. You want to say right here, especially with that league, you what they're getting a cut is the net profit, which is zero, mm. which is negative net. And they're not getting an interest in that. Guys. This is this crazy, man. This is this is my this is crazy mindset. Mind, mind you, the W the NBA players, there's a significant profit at the end, especially when they have ties to communist China. Significant profit. There's significant profit on the nightly basis. All right. So if they do get cut in on the revenue and they sell a number of jerseys and they sell way more jerseys than it would cost to produce the jerseys, it makes sense for the players to get a piece of that. All right, but when you're not getting, when, when at the end of the day we produce jerseys and they sit on the shelf and we got to give them away to a village in Africa and we lost money on the production, why do you get a cut of the revenue? This is actually absolutely insane, but people are ignorant of economics. People are ignorant of economics, and that's just what it is. And people really need to get educated <laughs> on what economics is. What is the economics of this? Yes, it's, it makes sense you could get a cut of a jersey sale, but if I, if I, if I print 5,000 jerseys and I sell 200, I lost. There's no there's no profit. And certainly, why would I pay you any revenue? Because you weren't popular enough to sell any jerseys. Mm. <laughs> when was the last time? It was the last time you seen anybody running around with a Kelsey Plum jersey outside of an NBA arena that they leased out. This is absolutely crazy. Anyway. Last victim mindset right here is going to be these people. And brothers, this is where y'all pay attention. This woman's going to go over uh, or this person's going to be interviewing people about what people would call white male privilege. This is something that people look at. And maybe in your mind, you might be able to come up with examples of this. And certainly in your mind, you might see it as a privilege. Many people might not. Some of the privilege responses that I've seen have been ignorant as well. And they normally center around something that really doesn't exist like i have to teach my kids how to operate under police and white people don't like you're like that's not true too everybody should be uh not ignorant about the law every household should teach their kids how to operate against the police and threat of police anybody's could, could succumb to police violence all right and many people do because they're ignorant of the law all right but uh this person's going to interview people and obviously they clipped out the people who could not give examples of what might white male privilege is. They couldn't give examples. I want you to listen to the shuffling here. We don't have the same privileges that are offered to straight white men. <laughs> Talk to me about what some of those privileges are that, you know, straight white men have that you don't have. Talk to me about that. Um, I think, I mean, I don't really know. Have you ever experienced like a specific instance? I also need to go. I know, I, sorry, I do really need sorry. to go. I'm sorry. Talk to you. <laughs> 
when you're dealing with Gen Z and millennials, these people are dumbasses when it comes to try to point out what advantage a person has versus a disadvantage. They always see themselves as a victim. All right. And these two lazy bums probably spend so much on avocado toast and Starbucks and don't realize that they're operating under safety and security of probably white men and certainly black men and Latino men and Asian men that have provided this protection for them to walk down freely in the street and buy avocado toast and Starbucks on a nightly basis. But they don't see it. They don't see it. Let's go. go let's go to the next one. Some of the privileges that m white men are awarded that you guys are not awarded. Um, definitely like, I guess just getting away with situations. Like, if I were to like, I don't know, like, I guess. There you go. I have to think about it. I want you to think. I know we hear these terms, male privilege, female privilege, patriarchy, matriarchy, gynocentrism, misandrism. Think about these terms that we think about every day and waste time on looking to be a victim, racism, institutional racism, corruption, all of this stuff. When it all boils down to economics, opportunities, leverage and options. All right. And we say these things and you provide an example. You give your chance to provide an example. The example is either flimsy or out of context. Or you can't come up with one. <laughs> Can you talk to me about what some of those privileges are? Um, yeah, so generally, um, you know, there's not really ever a sense of like discrepancy whenever um, someone is trying to, let's say for instance, there is. Um, we don't have the same. Yeah, uh, I don't think he came up with anything but word salad. And that probably person was a Native American and talked about the Trail of Tears and that shit from the 1800s, 1700s and all that shit that don't matter today. But he sitting up in there, word salad. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, that's what I'm talking about. Why don't you spend your time, you know what I mean, on something that can help you produce instead of trying to be a victim all the time? Listen, yeah, all of these things exist. I'm sure people can think about some things. Oh, yeah, this and that. But you have advantages, too. Some of you guys have genetic advantages and not even using it. OK, many of you women have an advantage of society that you oftentimes give away in order to get what men have. I want what he has when they can be gifted to you in a situation where you're protected, ultimately, through pregnancy, through child raising. But you guys give it away because you like, I want what he has. I'm not happy. <laughs> or you want happiness when you've been given protection and security. You've been given provision. And then you're like, I'm a slave. I want out of this marriage. I'm not happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, you can't help people, man. If they want to be victims, let them be victims. Let them be bots. But at the end of it, I know people are foolish. Going you're to war. Wait a minute. Me. Going to war is a privilege we learned today. <laughs> Going to war Lord of War is a privilege. We're going to get to Kanye West coming up here. I got to acknowledge some contributors uh, before we do that. So what I have to do is take down this banner. Then we're going to get into Kanye West. We kind of already got into it, but we're going to get into it. We're going to get into that slave contract that he chose to volunteer for. Remember, there's no victims. There's only volunteers. And men, we got to stop volunteering for a situation where you could be treated unfairly. Not only that, you men have to stop letting un -men, uh, other men get penalized.
Oh, he can afford it. Did I get Pindar? I did. Shout out to DG Seymour, Latina Flatback Fund in the building. Oh, hell yeah. He says, Viva Mi Gente Cubanos. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Thank you, man, for dropping that in the bank. I'm rich, bitch. All right, Albert Ingram is back. Shout out to you. Good to see you back. I realized what you were going through, but I know you're here, brother. I know you're here. Shout out to no government name in the building. He says, I have multiple straggle family members. My dad tried to get thousands, get thousands from me and even tried to get me to buy him a house in my name. I have sisters making six figures who are broke, flat broke, and are mad when I don't give them money. When I suggest they budget, they freak out. Guys, people don't want to do the work. We talk about people who make money and then still don't have money. I don't really care how much you make. It's how much you keep. That's what it is. It's how much you're able to invest. I know people that women that make great money and they're like, I make, I, I don't give a damn what you make. I know. Can you manage your money? Do you have investments? Are you in debt? All right. And then what happens is the people will lean back on the men. Ultimately, I don't need no man. Shout out to Travis. He says, I'm sure people can afford to give a bum on the street 10 bucks, but if the government forces you to do so, it's unjust. These gumps will drive you crazy with their stupidity coach. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how I do it either. My blood pressure probably rising at the moment. And if you're a man over 40, you need to get you a blood pressure monitor and keep it in your medicine cabinet. All right, Make sure your hypertension is not being going up for these people here. I think it's theft by taxation and a tax and, and theft is simply happening all over, over a regular basis. Our predecessors are people who revolted in the American Revolutionary War was against double taxation. But in today's world, we accept double taxation. We accept being taxed when you could avoid being taxed. How can you avoid being taxed? There's women that can literally be avoid being taxed, but they choose to be taxed. I mean, <laughs> you literally can literally be like, I'm going to not be taxed. I'm going to keep money or I'm going to help my man and develop a support system as to not be taxed. But they simply go out in their damn martial suit, dressed like human resources lemmings, all right, and they go out there and earn money, give 50%, 40 30% to the government, give 25 30 40% to the daycare center, and then they left with $200 net income and then proceed to complain. I'll tell you. These people are buzzers. I'll tell you. <laughs> when we talk about oxygen thieves, I'm like, why would, why would you choose to do that? Why, why would you choose to do that? Double taxation, double and triple tax. How are you doubling and triple tax? Okay, you get a check. You're taxed on that. Not only that, then you go to the grocery store, you buy foods, you're taxed on that. You buy a property, you're taxed on that. By the way, that's double and triple taxation. That was what the American Revolutionary War was fought over. Them being taxed excessively. <laughs> they were like, this is unfair, King George. Why do you keep taxing us on this? And But we tend to do it and we just, ah, because you guys are ignorant. I mean, listen, I know what's happening. I can't avoid it. But because everybody else is a lemming, I got to put it a tax on T there's a tax on this. It's a tax on clothes. And then if I have a business, if I have a business, I'm taxed on payroll on the same money I was taxed on. But I got, I, listen, you got Instagram. So guess what? You got free social media. So you're happy. This is called you are entertained. But, um, 
you know, you don't realize how much this is basically something that people people have fought against these things for very much. But we're too busy worrying about the patriarchy and the matriarchy and gender rights and black rights and white white rights and white preservation. And they got y'all simply. <laughs> Somebody said, wait, food isn't taxed. Oh, it definitely is taxed. So excessive taxing, people have fought over that. And I'm not telling it got, at this point, it's too late. So, I mean, you know, I'm not one to tell you, let's fight the system. It's too late. We're already who we are. Um, Let me give y'all this. New, 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 new world order. It is what it is. All right, super chat time. Where we got here? Let's see here. Uh-huh. 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 Oh, man. Okay. Shout out to marriage causes divorce. What do you think of MGTOW? Shout out to the MD, uh, MGTOW. Um, somebody, I don't know if that's yeah. I listen. It's a great, it's a great um, philosophy to live by, especially when you go through something traumatic or you're already kind of in a system that doesn't benefit you. All right, I I've attached myself to that system at the beginning of my content creation, and I shout out to all my MGTO. W guys, my content is somewhat evolved from the standard teaching points, and it had to to create more content. But MGTOW is a necessary step for many men, whether they're young or old. Okay, whether you can hold that position for a lifetime, that's could be debated because at some particular point, once you get to a certain position, um, many of the principles can be moved on, but you'll kind of move the measuring stick. So shout out to the MGTOWs out there, Gray Hayes Radio. The overall plan with people, with most of these people, is to extract the seed and money from the male and then discard him. We call that the praying mantis. The praying mantis at all kinds. So um, oh, we're not going to get there yet. Speaking of my mind, says Kim is going to get hers from that FTX deal. And also she's actually getting somewhat canceled because of the Balenciaga deal. And that stuff, I don't really care about because that stuff i don't is not out it's not in my wheelhouse these people are all making deals with the devil at some particular point okay r singleton sorry cga but that is why one never gets another man's wife pregnant then marry her you clearly didn't read the free agent lifestyle book um who are you referring to are you referring to kanye west uh, to get another man's wife pregnant then marry her. Not sure what this is in reference to. Was this Kanye West you're referring to? Not sure. Not sure that was 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 Kim Kardashian married to someone else? Not sure. I don't know if that's part of the I don't know what you're talking about here. <laughs> All right, just to be honest. But I didn't read the free agent lifestyle book, I guess. She was married to the NBA player. At the time, Kanye West impregnated her. So was it, um, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think is this name. Chris Humphreys is his name. So during the time, they were only married for a short period of time. Kim K was married prior. Okay, she was married prior, but was she married during? He's trying to say, oh, during the time that he impregnated her, she was married to Chris Humphreys. I believe that's what he was saying. They were going out when he was, let me see. They were going out when he was with Chris. Wait, when he was with Chris. Okay. 
So that, yeah, I know she was married prior to him, but when she was seeing gay on the side, for sure. Okay. Interesting. That, I don't know. That, I don't know. I know they eventually did get married, but I didn't realize that they were together. But this guy's saying, I didn't read the Free Agent Lifestyle book. Okay. <laughs> I think the marriage with Chris Humphreys was definitely over before it started. So I think they the marriage lasted less than 90 days. I think they were already headed to divorce right after the marriage. I mean, within a week, it was over. So can we really say they were married at that point? I don't know. But if you're using, if we're having a semantic argument, I guess so. You win. She wasn't divorced yet. Okay. All right. But everybody, if you, everybody remembers in context, and I'm not making an excuse, their marriage was over before it started. I think they were already separated within a week. But that's neither here nor there. All right. So anyway. Oh, they have an episode. Not that he says not they had a, okay, they had an episode where she was cheating on him. All right, interesting. Shout out to Chris Humphreys. Thank you for the context. All right, thank you for the context. Flash says, I missed last night's stream and the NWO got it. Yes, indeed. New, 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 but I got a copy of it. Henry Resilient, so much game. My C's calculation is wrong. Your child support calculation is wrong. I'm overpaying. My lawyer said, just eat it because... It will cost you more in fees to try to change it just to lose. Yes. Mm. One thing you have to understand. Oh, he said he, our oh, singleton said, sorry, he didn't read the book. All right. Not that I didn't read the book. Okay. I'm glad you corrected that. Um, Yeah. So uh, Henry resilient is giving you another example. Kanye didn't read it. Thank you, sir. Um, Henry Resilient is giving you another example of the unfair system of child support because when the calculation is proven wrong and the judgment is set forward on you, even if you're overpaying and you fight it, the judge, the, your, your own attorney will say, just pay the money. I mean, <laughs> wow. But like, what system is that? Where they say, well, it would cost you X amount of dollars. By the way, they do this all the time. Like, if your ex has a flare-up and does wants a change in custody, you'll talk to a lawyer. You'll get a judgment. It'll be 50-50, it'll 60-40 be custody. You'll have a certain child support. Your ex will be kind of trying to modify it all the time because she's going broke. All right. Then she will try to swindle the kids, potentially par parental alienate the kids. If they ever do this, be ready to file sue on them. All right. And provide evidence. Never let them go in there and say what you did. Just 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 say they're alienating you from their kids. All right. And then that will have to be um, that would have to be settled in the court. OK, but. You will have a lawyer say, well, if the other party, the parent, the mother or the father of the other side makes a move on your kids or a move on your funds. The other attorney will say, just pay it. Because. It's not worth to lose $40,000 to fight it. That is the legal system at its best. They're going to say, well, they made a move on your kids. They alienated you. They forced the kid to move out of your house into their house. They changed the custody. They're not complying to the custody. They want a modification. They just like, well, it's going to cost you 40 grand to fight this. 
you're going to have to get a judge. You're going to have to get an attorney. You're going to have to get a, uh, a guardian at lineup. You're going to have to get a, a mental health examination on you, the ex, the kids. You're going to have to get testimony from the therapist. It's going to cost you another twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 to fight it, to get back potentially where you were or lose. Because the win for you is to keep what you already have, which the other party has moved on you, right? They challenged you. They basically called the bluff of the legal system. You go in there and you cry about it. Hey, man, this person's doing X, Y, and Z. You're treating me unfairly. I'm paying more child support than I need to. The attorney and the judge will basically say, well, okay, well, if you want to fight it, pay up. Now, this isn't just the family court. This is the criminal court. The civil court does the exact same thing. Just so you know, this is how the legal system works. And if you just so happen to have enough money to fight, then you could afford a defense for yourself. This is why people think the legal system is unjust, because if you don't have the money to fight, you will get penalized. You're going to get penalized. That's just how it works in every court system, right? Somebody levels a claim against you and sues you. All right, you can fight them and sue, or you can fight them, and then what? Or you can settle and then not admit guilt, settle and tell them to kick rocks. I mean, or if you're accused of a crime that you did not commit, you better be able to afford a justice, a lawyer system to be able to fight against it to maintain your freedom. If you don't get the public defender and then get your ass put in jail or you'll probably get a uh, you'll probably plea to an Alfred plea or a a lesser charge, get probation or get get a year in jail and lose everything. I'm just letting you know. This is how what you want to do, what you want to do is to not be involved in the court systems at all. And that includes getting a traffic ticket. This is just my advice. But getting married, you volunteer for the court system. Getting married is an automatic volunteering for the court system at some particular point. Some men get an easy divorce. Some people get no divorce. Some people get a major horrible pain divorce. I'm just telling you, when you get kids in there, if you get married, and you don't have kids, your divorce is pretty clean and easy. Most of the time, those divorces happen within a ten, to, uh, uh, three-year period. Neither of you got any resources. You just go file the paperwork and get out of there. But if you have kids and you are married or you have kids in the absence of a marriage, you're going to get ran over. You're going to get ran over. And not only will you get ran over, you're going to get ran over for a period of years. It's going to be used against you, and you essentially will have the gun pointed at your head all the time, every time you walk out, there's a chance that something could change. And now you got to be back in court. <laughs> it's it's an economic system that um, these lawyers basically eat. They send their kids to college. And they enjoy good suburban lives and gated communities off of your back and hard work and labor. This is in the form of indentured servitude. Anyway, by the way, legally in America, you do not own your kids. You do not have any rights over the kids. The government can step in at any point and make you pay parentage as a parent. Parent, shout out to our brother, Amin Osiris, who came up with these terms or at least looked them up. The government has more control over your kids, so much so that if you don't send them to school, they can find you and they can actually throw you in jail. You do what the government tells you to do or you find a alternative around it, meaning you homeschool them, independent study them and or put them in a private school or a Montessori or you send them away for school. 
Not only that, CPS can bust down your door at any point based on the testimony of any vindictive person. They can kick in your doors, take your kids away from you and make you fight for them in the juvenile court. That is basically you being a parentage in the Social Security uh, by the, by you giving them a signing the birth certificate and getting the Social Security number. The government owns your kids. You don't own them. You don't get any rights to say what you want to do. Should you get a divorce? The government now owns your kids and they get the partial and dice them up how they want and then use them against you or for you for money. Matching funds, Title IV, D, federal funds, and or payment from the father. Anyway. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, truancy officer can spy on your kids and then determine that you are a suitable parent or putting your kids in the public school indoctrination camp. Therefore, they can penalize you, throw you in jail as a result. You know what I mean? But people don't realize these things, uh, especially if you've never ex had to experience these things. Anyway, let's get into the subject here. Shout out to Warhammer. I'd rather pay my little $100 for 30 minutes of poo, Danny. Cat, cat, cat. Cat, cat, cat. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, also, if you are in a split custody situation, which most kids grow up in those households, 17% of all households are two-parent households with the kids in, in the household. Every other household in America is something different. Only 17.5% of American households are two parents with their natural born biological kids. Uh, the rest of American households are a, a, a hodgepodge of other ways that kids are raised or people are just single or reading rainbow or whatnot. With that being said, if you're in a custody situation, if one parent disagrees at the way you run your household, they can interfere with your parentage, create chaos, and then force you to pay more money to defend yourself against that, potentially you losing custody of your kids. That's government ownership. That's not you. It's crazy. Anyway, it's crazy. So they can determine how you parent your kid, meaning if they have beef against you, and you raise your kids in a certain way in this household, they feel that they can interject in your household. They feel that's the way to pop your kid, pop that kid out of your household with the with the help of the kid. And essentially, now what? What are you going to do, guys? What would you do? What do you do in that case? I want you guys to find a solution. What do you do? You can't go over there and drag the kid back. You can if you want. You can call the police. They're basically going to say, take it up with the judge. Now, when you take it up with the judge, what, what's going to happen? What, what you going to do then? You can, you, can, you can file a kidnapping charge. Nothing's going to happen. Police are not going to arrest them for kidnapping. What, what would you do? Look, there's a lot of crickets in here. There's a lot of crickets. Nope, nobody has an answer, guys. When women do this against men, there's nothing you can do but pay. All you're going to do, he said, cry to coach. All you're going to do is go to the judge, and the judge is going to say, okay, let's make a case about this. And then you're going to do what? You're going to pay into the system to get what you already just had. You basically just had it. The parent moved on you. Pop the kid out of your house, kidnapped them. You call the police. They say, take it up with the judge. You go to the judge. They say, okay, let's have a case. This parent saying X, Y, and D. They don't agree with your parentage. And you're going to say, well, I've been doing fine as a parentage. Okay, let's have a hearing. Well, I don't know what we're doing here. What do you mean a hearing? Okay, you need to hire an attorney to get this. 
20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand later. You just had. <laughs> you just had. Now you're going to fight and spend 25 grand to get what you just had before this person goofed up. You see, this isn't an easy thing. This isn't an easy thing. People think they got solutions. This happens on a daily basis. This type of extortion happens on a daily basis. Do you understand me? This is what is going. Somebody said, just identify as a woman. He says, I just got notice from my lawyer asking for another 3K. He says, I ain't fighting. Some people, some dudes leave. And guys, once you go ahead and go leave, once you leave, guess what? Oh, you're a deadbeat. You don't care about your kids. You put your kids in a bad situation. You left. You should be penalized for leaving. Now I got full custody. Now I need money. Guys, when I say protect your seed and protect your me, I'm talking from experience of not just myself. I don't use anecdotal evidence, but I use my experience to back up my case. Not only my experience, experience of thousands of men. Thousands of men. And this system is getting played against you. And as you see, celebrity, it happens to them as well. So let's get into it. Kanye West. Kanye West to pay $200,000 a month in child support as part of divorce settlement, divorce settlement with Kim Kardashian. I call her Kardashian. So yeah, he made a mistake. He should have never married her. Their system is pretty much, pretty much out there. They are the modern day, um, the Kardashian family is the modern day eugenicists. Okay. They're the modern day eugenicists and they've been very intentional and smart about positioning themselves with talented black men or talented men in general, but it has been overwhelmingly talented black men. They dig their claws into these black men, use them for their seed, and then discard them, praying mantis them. So you just, just line them up. Kanye West, Reggie Bush, Tristan Thompson, Travis Scott. I mean, just, just line them up. I mean, it just aligns with that. They're eugenicists. They're creating a culture of human beings, which is the future of America, which is a hodgepodge, homogenized, uh, racially ambiguous kids. But they're going to a high source, a talent pool of economic men, not only that economic black men, talented economic black men, and they're going to create the superior culture and class of the future. This is what they're doing. Ray J, Tigger, Lamar Odoms, they're very, they don't hide what they're doing. They're creating the superhuman species, right? That's what they're doing. So, um, and they haven't hid from this. They haven't hid from this. They're, they made the money off their back, off of the backs, on their backs of talented, rich, mostly black men. You see, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> he says, but why coach? What's the agenda? I, I always want you. That's a great question. I always want you. Did I say tiger? Tiger, Tiger, anyway, whatever his name is. Why, why guys? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Think about why an alien would do something like this. An alien would do something like this. They would come down from space, time travel. They would do something like this in order to do what? There's a future repercussion that people who have resources can think 50 years into the future, 100 years into the future, 200 years in the future. But this is why I tell you, stop thinking of the past. Because most people who are making 
their mark on society and that will make their mark on society in 50 years. They are thinking of today into the present. They're positioning themselves. This is positioning, guys. You guys got to be positioning yourselves for the future, not not the past, not recorrecting the passes that that were done. If you're wasting time in the past, you're not going to be ready for 50 years in the future. These people are positioning themselves and their children and their grandchildren for 50 years in the future, if not 100 and 200 years. This is positioning, guys. And any smart person, any tyrant, any individual mindset person knows that they're, this is what they're doing. They're setting their people up and their descendants up for life. But you're too busy worrying about the past. Guys, the future in this world is going to be, you know, it's not going to be black. It's not really going to be white. We're all kind of weeding each other out. I told you the Latinos are the future here. And it's pretty evident, 2 million across the border, 11 million undocumented citizens. What? 24 million coming across each calendar year. Coming over, they're the new Americans. They're going to reproduce, create stable families, and they're going to be happy with their paycheck. Not only that, the people who have the money and the haves, they will continue to reproduce. They will combine their resources. And uh, think about the PPP loan. They're penalizing and putting people in jail who are like you, who look like you, who are the normies who went and got that extra 100000 in PPP loan, but there's all these Republican senators and all these uh, politicians that got millions of dollars in PPP loan, and it was forgiven. I'm telling you, man, this is positioning. This is the resource transaction. This is the wealth transfer. This is what's going on. you got to position yourself, and this is what they're doing. People like the Kardashians' plan isn't to jack people for their resources. It's to position themselves and their children to be in a greater position than you in the future. That's all. That's all. Yeah, he says black and whites arguing and debating themselves into non-existence. Absolutely. White's, white's population is dwindling. Black population is dwindling. Latino population is rising. And they're not the enemy either. I'm not saying they're the enemy. But let's get back to this situation here. All right. But they're the ones who are increasing in population. All right. Whether through their own natural traditions or through immigration. And I said that that's going to change the direction of America, but you guys don't see it. You guys too busy debating the past and the trail of tears and, and reparations and shit like that. I mean, you could be getting your bag right now. These people, Kim Kardashian, she got her bag. Okay. She got her bag. And then Kanye losing the bag. <laughs> okay. Kanye West finalizing their divorce with Kim Kardashian paying $200,000 a month in child support. This is one of the higher child support amount, amounts in history. And you guys are just wiping it away. This is one of the most, uh, most expensive child support payments in the history of time. This will go down as one of the, there's not many people that have paid that much in child support. You understand? And then somebody's going to say, oh, you can afford it. <laughs> what? Are you crazy? This is unjust. It says TMZ reported that Kardashian and West will have equal access, quote unquote, equal access to their four children. This is not going to happen. Number one, he's putting himself in a position currently trying to make something out of nothing. He already made his point. He should move on. That's just my advice to Kanye West. But if he wants to just have a revolution, have at it. But because he's doing what he's doing, she's going to use that against giving him equal access. And once the equal access is granted, the courts do not monitor it. 
So if I went to the court and I said, hey, I had equal access, but she's not complying, nothing's going to happen. They might at best slap her on the wrist and say, you need to comply. And then she'll go back out there and not comply. She's already proven to do this. And Kanye West has been very open and vocal in the court of public opinion as saying, hey, man, she doesn't let me see my kids. And she doesn't give me the details of where the birthday party is. And that for what, what he needs to do is have his own birthday parties, his own traditions, and stop trying to um, make deals with the devil and try to merge the families together. He's just creating a distraction and, and he's feeding and, and, and he's playing into their hands. If you have equal access and split custody, you have your separate Christmas, you have your separate birthday parties, you have separate everything, you have your separate traditions, you have everything. Stop trying to go back and go to the birthday party they put together because they're going to put their own birthday party together, not give you the information. Then you're going to crash it and then you're going to look like you're going to prove their case. Look at this crazy baby daddy. Look at him. Look at him. He making a scene. Look at him. He making it about him. Let them have their own parties separate everything and then they're going to call you selfish for doing so but you do what you got to do they're going to say look your daddy doesn't come to the birthday parties so be it it's a game you can't win you're the deadbeat no matter what kanye west is about to be a deadbeat daddy and a billionaire at the same time think about this guys you're gonna you're a broke guy and you're gonna be a deadbeat dad guys get a t-shirt that says deadbeat daddy and accept it <laughs> you're a deadbeat and that's how the game is going to be played. The only way you do it is to walk on eggshells around this woman and praise her and uplift her and tell her how good of a mom she is. This is going to take a very big human being to do so. Not even I can do some shit like that. Say you're a Debbie bad dad, accept that shit. Wear it like a badge of honor. All right, that's what you are because that's what you are legally. <laughs> anyway. And if anybody says you a deadbeat, you say, you damn right I'm a deadbeat. Period. Just claim it. Put a tattoo if you want. I'm going to put up a shirt, deadbeat daddy, and proud of it. Because that's what you are. That's what they want you to be. So be it. Because you can't prove yourself. When was the last time? When was the last time? Oh, get uh, Mr. Palmer has that. When was the last time you were called a deadbeat daddy and you proved them wrong? No, let me show you I'm not a deadbeat daddy. And you went proceeded to go through your Instagram and Facebook and show them all the times that you've been did this and did that. And everybody said, oh, I changed my mind. <laughs> Maybe you're not a deadbeat daddy. You never can depend. You never. Then they'll say, well, you didn't pay the child support you were ordered to pay. They're going to find a way to make you a deadbeat daddy anyway. So wear it like a badge of honor. Wear it proudly. Get the hat. Get the T-shirt. All right, put it on your Facebook, put it, put it as your middle name, change your middle name, all right, until your kids are adult. You are a deadbeat ass daddy. Period. <laughs> all right, nobody cares about your pictures and what you sent them to Disneyland and paid their private school. Nobody cares. Anyway. <laughs> all right, here it is right here. In addition to child support, West is responsible for 50% of the children's education and security expenses. Yep, Tat said they mad. Make them matter. Um, whatever people call you, just claim it. Okay, you're Uncle Tom. Yep, I'll claim it. All right, you're a grifter. Yep. All right, you you an incel. Yep, you a virgin. Yep. Okay, whatever it is. Most of the time, they dead ass wrong. They're using it as a way to prison you. And if you get angry, you're playing into their hand. You a Debbie. Yes, I am. Debbie Daddy on the run. That's me. But here, 
not only does he have to pay $200,000 in child support, he has to pay 50% of the children's educational expenses, which are controlled by the mother. The mother's going to say, I want my kid to go to this school and it's $70,000. The, the $70,000, her half does not come out of the child support. It's in addition to. So now you have to pay $35,000 more because the mom wants them to go to this school. She can decide that. That's called control. She also can say, well, my kids need, I have four kids. They need eight security guards. My kids, my kids need eight security guards. You can say they only need four. She's going to be like, nope, I think they need eight. You're going to pay half of all of that. You understand? That's in addition to the $200,000. That is called control. And you don't want people who depend on emotions to control you. You don't want to people have people that bankrupt you, want to bankrupt you and corrupt you and arrest custody from you to have this type of control. He says, so what does she pay for with her own money? Good question. Uh, this happened to uh, this happened to Michael, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan paid his ex-wife millions of dollars in a severance package plus child support. And then when the daughters turned 15 or 16, the, the baby mama ran out of money. She ran out of the $15 million judgment. She ran out of the child support. And the kids then wanted to take up equestrian, according to the mother. I want my kids uh, to be equestrian riders. So now they got horseback riding lessons. They have to maintain a horse. And she took Michael Strahan back to school, uh, the court, to get more child support because he has to pay for the equestrian lessons and the, the horse and all of that shit. She kept coming back <laughs> on a marriage that had been over for a decade. Because she said the kids wanted to be horseback riders. Okay, you don't get no horse. You get a horse on the stick. All right? Uh, do some dog racing. I don't know what you, you don't get no horse. But why did she come back? Because Michael Strahan blew up. He was on ESPN, Good Morning America. He was on damn 5011 talk shows. He increased his value in her absence, and she couldn't take it. And so she took his ass back to court after she spent her money. Yo. I got money. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? This is what people use against you. But look, you don't want to protect your seed. You don't want to listen to CGA. I get it. You don't have to listen to me. Go ahead. Roll the dice. You know what I mean? Or seek protection. Yeah, she blew 15 million. She had 15 million given to her 10 years ago in a divorce settlement. Blew it. And then she was getting additional child support. Blew it. And then she was like, he needs to pay half or all of the horseback riding. What? And the kid's about to be 15, 16, 17. Like, what the, man, why am I dealing with this shit? All right, let's get into this one. Given recent events, it's reasonable to wonder whether Wes can actually afford such a financial nut on a monthly basis. See, he's a billionaire, right? Due to the recent anti-Semitic anti behavior, Wes lost over a billion a billion dollars in net worth and lucrative brand partnerships with the Gap, Adidas, and Balenciaga. He also currently is working without a record contract and was dropped by his talent agency and saw a string of planned concerts canceled. Guys, no matter how much money you make, you need income. I don't care how much money you make. If you stop earning income, you're going to tap into the money, right? And once you tap into your money, money goes fast. 
All right. Um, page six recently reported that unless his situation changes, Wes could face a financial crisis within months, compounding his problems. West West recently acknowledged that he owes fifty million dollars in taxes. He can afford it. He's rich, guys. He can afford it for about two years. All right, he can afford that two hundred thousand a month a month for two years, but he's got to pay it for ten. If he continues at this rate, once he gets to year two of writing that check, he's going to be in up shit's creek. If he does not have income, not only that. If he was using that income to try to rebuild himself, that income is now being extorted from him, which will prevent him from using that income to build and rebuild his income. Because obviously he could take $200,000 a month and put it into his business and then still survive. But that's not going to happen. He has to generate income. I don't care how wealthy you are. The st you stop getting any money in. You're going to start collapsing pretty quickly. Because rich people, expenses are up there, right? It costs you $10,000 a day to operate a mansion. A billionaire mansion, it will cost you $10,000 a day to operate that. With the people in your landscaping, with your butler, with the people who are cleaning your house on a daily basis, your nanny, um, you know, your, your heating, your air conditioning, maintenance, groundskeeping, which could be landscaping and such for, you know, cause he owned what? Yeah. I mean, I mean, he owned what the, that mansion in Montana, he kept that one or Wyoming. It's going to cost you a lot of money just to manage that. Somebody said 10 K a day. Yeah. Security, security guards at your mansion. Yeah. You got to have security guards every day. Not one. You probably have four or five security guards and these security guards, the light bill, he had a light bill. Yeah, you ain't turn it off lights. You got 26 rooms. Hey, your security guard are not security guards like the mall security guard. They're not TSA security guards. These security guards are like Navy SEALs security guards. All day, they walk around like all day. They not just standing there like waiting for ninjas to drive up. All day, they looking for ninjas. They looking at helicopters. They looking at binoculars. They hide behind rocks like in Call of Duty. They doing tuck and roll all day drills. At night, they, the night patrol security. <laughs> Ex-military secret service ass, Navy SEAL Team 6 ass security. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Y'all talking about $10,000 a day. Hell yeah, easy. Easy $10,000 a day. Then you got to fly in, fly out, shit. So $10,000 a day, type that in your calculator on a monthly basis. <laughs> All right, you got to feed them and house them, or you got to have the budget to feed them and house them. Shit, man. Come on, man. Y'all trying to get them flashlight cop-ass security cards. All right. Anyway, despite money woes, West shows no signs that he's willing to change. Okay, none of that matters. Kardashian filed for divorce. Where's the article? Kardashian filed for divorce in from West in February, ending the marriage of seven years. Citing sources close to the family, TMZ reported the difference in lifestyle and politics contributed to uh, the separation. Okay. And um, as you can see there, people are making fun of his fall. Okay. So that's uh, another thing he's going to do with, you know, people are going to see this guy uh, potentially if he does not recover from this, which he could. But um, if he continues to fall, they're going to be making fun of him, which is not going to help him and help his men mental, help his recovery. And if he does, then 
become a criminal of the court, the family courts, he could be put in jail for this particular thing. Mm. And um, this is just the reality of it. So, guys, uh, protect your seed. The, 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 the whole purpose of this is to tell you your seed is worth money. Women essentially hit the lottery. They can hit the lottery, even if you are a broke ninja, because you have millions of seed every time you interact and you bust recklessly. And we all do it, but we all have to pay attention. You bust recklessly. She can be rewarded for, you know, delivering your child which is the government's child, and she's going to use this child against you, even in marriage, she does. She's going to say postpartum depression and whatnot. Okay, she can use her emotions. She can be very overprotective of the kid. She can interfere with your parentage. And many times, guys just say, oh, I'll just be quiet about this, right? And this does then interfere with your relationship with your child. Now, the thing about women that we do have to acknowledge the sacrifice that they make in delivering children is very great for our species, they're not only pregnant for a nine, 10 month period. Yes, it's most like it's mostly 10 months. It's nine calendar months, but it's almost always up to 10 months. Right? They deliver at the end of the ninth month, going on to the month 10. Not only that, they need to be secured and protected for the, the months after when they are both vulnerable. She's vulnerable and not at full strength after delivering the child. And she's also should be taking care of that child for the up to a year, maybe two years. That child is themselves vulnerable. They cannot defend themselves. They cannot provide food for themselves. So this is a two-year marker that women are basically um, needing support. They're vulnerable, not only vulnerable physically, but vulnerable emotionally. See, that's the great sacrifice that they make for us in delivering our seed. Unfortunately, since the government's involved in that, they do feel like, that it's in itself gives them ownership of your child. That in itself gives them ownership of your seed. And it does not because you're making a great sacrifice by for providing for them during this vulnerable time. But you got to think of your seed in that way and you don't. And we all don't until we realize the value of our seed when the court puts value on that seed. So you think you're not a valuable human being and you need to pedestalize the woman when society pedestalizes the man and puts all the demands on the father, they put all the financial burden on the father. They put all the requirements and the results. If this kid turns into a knucklehead, they put the blame on the father. They put the accountability on the father when the mother cannot support the child. Instead of putting that child in the custody of the father, they blame the father. See, this is your power of your seed. And this is why you, your mate selection is very important. Because the system around it doesn't value your seed until you use it recklessly, right? Your money, energy, attention, and time. Where you direct this is going to be of vital importance. This is the message of the blue chip mindset. If you are not valuing your money, energy, attention, or time, and we're too busy arguing about how we don't pay, how we pay, how we mac, how we manipulate, how we use and discard these holes, how you pay and you're a trick, you're missing the greater point. Because we're all men in this. And ultimately, when these things start working against the man, all of the guys that argue about who's tricking or not, they start to uh, run away. They, there's no argument because they have no damn uh, leverage in the argument. All of a sudden, there's no support. All of these dating coaches telling you to go out there and bone and make 304s and then complain about women being 304s. All of a sudden, they run when you have a, the, the disadvantage. All right. With the disadvantage is the legal system. They got no input for you there. Okay, so, but the reality is you got to protect your seed. 
You got to stop procreating with feminists and people who don't deserve to be procreated with. They're going to tell you they have all the value and they bring everything to the table. But then when the shit hits the fan, you all of a sudden become the table. You become the person that makes everybody eat, including the judges, the mother, the children, the attorneys, the bailiff, and so forth and so on. All of a sudden, you have great value. What we have to do as men is recognize that value up front and then put requirements on people that carry our seed. We need to put those requirements up front. All of a sudden, we the table. All of a sudden, there's no equal society. We are the person. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? All of a sudden, it's our fault when that kid starts sticking up 7-Eleven. When the kid can't be productive, it's our fault. But when the kid starts scoring touchdowns and starts dunking basketballs, then she gets all the credit. Now she's a damn holy warrior. Now she's a princess warrior. Now she overcame. You know what I mean? And it's all Jermaine Fone. It's always Jermaine Fone. And you know what? All of a sudden, you weren't there. All of a sudden, you don't deserve the rights to come to the funeral if the kid gets shot up playing dice games at a bowling alley. All of a sudden, you don't deserve what that, that kid made because you wasn't around. Why weren't you around? Because the system was playing. you. The system was rewarding you for not being around the system was rewarding you statistically or creating another another parasite amongst the system see this is the things that you're up against yeah your mama is the real mvp this is the system you're up against i don't i'm not discouraging you for doing anything i tell you to walk in the spirit of elijah to walk in the spirit of self-preservation to walk in the spirit that you are the king of kings when I say I'm the king of kings, I'm the king of kings in this. Yes, I've been victimized once, never again. Yeah, they got me once. I volunteer once, never again. I ain't volunteering again. You got me. <laughs> you got my ass once. I was a donor, and I'm a deadbeat daddy now. Never again. And then I encourage you guys to use the same thought process in order to not become a victim or a volunteer again. That's all. Now, you do what you may out here. You do what you think you're going to get. I advise you black men. There's no legacies for black men here. That's a myth. You guys are still slaves. We're all still slaves, but you guys are certainly still slaves. And the system is geared towards putting your children into slavery. Keeping them by slavery under a different name. You don't have the freedom that you believe you have. There's no legacies. Uh, black divorce is at 60, 70%. Black women are the most divorced and the least married. Single motherism is 80% in many of these middle uh, Midwestern or Southern jurisdictions. What, what legacy are you talking about, sir? Economically, we're at the bottom of the total pole. What legacy are you talking about? Most of these women that you're joining forces with are in debt or have no means of supporting themselves significantly. What legacy are you talking about? You own nothing right now in your name and you were passed on nothing from your past legacy and relatives. What legacy are you talking about? They have the most early terminations of pregnancies in black communities. What legacy are you talking about? I need you guys to feed me on what hope strategy you're sucking on. What hopium are you taking the dime? What hopium are you smoking? Not only that, most of you guys send your kids to the public school indoctrination camp with no means of separating themselves and breaking any cycles. What legacy are you talking about? Many of your kids will grow up in daycare centers and boys and girls clubs. What legacy are you talking about? Let's get real. Let's get real. I know. <laughs> I know it seems good. You think you're going to have a baby and it's going to be the basketball player that you were in high school or the basketball player you wish you were in high school. 
I'm gonna make him to be the next Steph Curry. That's what you're thinking, but probably not. They're gonna be the next goofy curry. They're gonna be the next bow-legged uh pigeon toe curry. They're gonna be the next slob. They're gonna be the next ADHD medication. They're gonna be the next special ed slow uh short bus riding kid, probably more quicker than they're gonna be Steph Curry. <laughs> You know what I mean? Look, we need to get real about these situations. You think you're great and you think your DNA is great, but the only time will tell. Anyway, yeah, they're going to be the next I want a transgender in the Seth, uh, Stephanie Curry. <laughs> they're going to be the chicken curry. Hey, man. If you want to go with the hope strategy, go ahead. I don't, I don't discourage you from going into it, but then when you get caught up, and statistically you will, <laughs> somebody said meth curry. And your kids grow up in daycare center 6.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Because you're in a divided household and your mama wants, your baby mama wants to keep them in daycare. Future criminal organizations where they're going to learn how to be disruptive human beings. All right. All the way up to middle school and the high school. Latchkey kids at best. And you're trying to fight every tooth and nail <clears throat> with less custody to try to do dribbling drills on the days you have custody and they're sitting under there rotting in the carcass in the daycare center on the days your the, the, the baby mom has custody. There ain't going to be no Steph Curry. It's going to be meth Curry. That's what you got. <laughs> your dreams have turned into your worst nightmare. Anyway. You know, we got to get real with ourselves. And then ignoring men who get victimized by this or then calling men out for complaining about this, what you call complaining. It's just you contributing to the system, furthering, making it more difficult for you. Right. Saying Kanye should just pay it and move on. All right. It's going to make it more difficult for you when you decide to do it, not make it easier. OK. All right. Anyway, somebody said meth curry. Yeah, man. Look up the statistics of what you guys think. I might have the next college football player. He going to get a scholarship. She going to get a scholarship. Bro, you smoking crack. Statistically, that ain't going to happen. You wanted to go against the odds. You going against the odds, sir. What are we at here? Two hours and 18 minutes. We normally go three hours. I think I got a little bit of time here. Who, who, who needs some love? PayPal? Or let's start. Let's start with Venmo. Venmo. <laughs> And by the way, statistically, if both of you guys grew up in a broken home, it's doomed for both of y'all. Doom. Statistically. Like, forget about 50% divorce. You're talking about 70, 80%. Mm. Who is this in here? Mr. Double G is in here. He says, if I get into a relationship and I never disclose my real name, that's not what. Okay. Never disclose my real first or last name and I never introduce her to my family or friends and I never tell her what I do for a living or anything. She, can she trace me down? Or track me down so I can ghost and possibly avoid. No, that's hopium. That's hopium. Now, you can hide for as long as you want. <laughs> okay. Um, guys, as we do this, and thank you for sending that. This is a valuable lesson. I know a lot of guys want to come up with these impossible scenarios. Well, if I do this and if I do that, I want you to know this. First of all, you can be in New York. You can be uh, 
you can be jailed for fraud. They actually made that fraud. If you don't disclose who you really are and a woman thinks you're a doctor and you say you are a doctor or engineer or whatever the hell you, you could be thrown in jail for fraud, even if it was a date. Okay, just so you know, they put that in probably around 2020 and we reported on that. And many jurisdictions are going to pick that up. So if I if she sleeps with me, knowing believing that I'm somebody and then discovers I'm somebody else, that could be fraud and you could get thrown in jail. All right. So you better hide your ass off. Okay. But a lot of us come with these what ifs. What I'm going to tell you is when you're dealing with this system. Um, where you got to go to court and all these things, these people have trained to come up with every scenario that you as a normie thinks you're going to get over on. Right. The courts hear this shit every day. I want to tell you guys, I've been in family court buildings as a fan. Um, <laughs> as a fan. And many of these court buildings are very tall. They're built in the name of they're built off the backs of men. They are employed off the backs of men. They have six or eight courtrooms with six or eight judges. That's just on one floor with 20 cases on the docket daily. Daily. And they've heard or seen just about everything. Don't think you're going to go into any family court and then hit them with some shit that they weren't prepared for. And we got to get out of that mindset. They they know the tricks. They've heard it all, seen it all. I'm going to hide the money in a trust and I'm going to put it over here in the ironclad prenup. Bruh, you think they ain't got no shit for that? Trust me, they deal with that shit all the time. I'm going to put my name in my family business. <laughs> They like, oh, they trying this shit. Okay, this okay. Well, 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 and the judge will just sit there. Guys, I've seen it. I've seen it. The judge will be like, okay, oh, they running that. Okay, good. This is what we gonna do. I give you jurisdiction. I give you the, all the opportunities to file whatever subpoenas you want at the cost of that man right there. And then subpoena everything. Have a demand for production. Anything he lives out leaves out. If he leaves out a receipt to Jack in the Box, he's in contempt of court. Default judgment to this person. You saw, you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> sure, go ahead. Go ahead, guys. Look, look, somebody said the court music. Go, look, go ahead and try the bullshit. They're going to figure out to get your ass. <laughs> he said they got a playbook. They already done seen it all, heard it all, been there before. Stop. All right, shout out to Pindar. He says, USA is a pawn shop beginning with the birth certificate and the social security number. Okay, um, guys, if you guys know that, here's the deal. I don't want to go into that, but do your own research about the birth certificate, birth certificate and social security number, what that means. Um, your boy, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, came up with these systems to try to aid people. And this is a system for democracy or the democratic system. Right. Um, the Social Security is going to run out and all that. But 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 know what you're signing up for. Know what you're volunteering for. OK. Somebody said it's worse than you, if you don't show up. Yeah. If you if you've been served many times, they will find a way to serve your ass and then get a default judgment. So you got to guard against that. But um, if you don't show if you get served and you don't show up, default to default to the to the to the. Uh, Default to the person that is trying to take your ass to court, default judgment. And you might not even know you've been levied a default judgment. 
So if you've been served, you need to show up and play the game. Uh, obviously, if you don't want to go to court, don't get served. I don't know. But there are ways to try to serve you, um, you know, without your notice. If they see that as being fit. So they they know, man. Somebody said, Normies are like, what is CGA talking about? Yeah, know what the birth certificate means. Know what the social security uh, number means. Shout out to uh, GS Inc. He says, that deadbeat dad monologue is genius. Okay? Deadbeat dad is legit. Deadbeat dad. You're automatically a deadbeat. Mario Bell says, the next Goofy Curry. Tears, yes. Mm. Laughing. Everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to create the next great human being. Most likely, you're going to create the next child support case. That's all. Mm. <laughs> Hold on. I'm looking for a puzzle game freaking on. Uh, there isn't one. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> the next Deion Sanders. Boy, as, as you guys know, man, these people come from uh, tough situations. All right, we're over on PayPal now. Did I get Avery? I'm on these, so I'm going to catch up on a lot of PayPal's and then Super Chat. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. We're going to just call you Ron. All right, he says protect CGA. They, By the way, this is an education that I gave you that I took me years to learn. I want you guys to appreciate this. It took me years to learn. It took me a lot of knocking my head around. I'm not telling you this to try to be like, oh, talk you out of a situation. I'm giving y'all game that the courts and the mothers and the women of the world do not want you to know. I want you to understand this. What I just told you and what I tell you on a daily basis, the world does not want you to know. You understand that? I'm giving you freedom opportunities here. I'm signing over freedom to you on a daily basis. The world does not want you to know any of this shit they will literally tell a guy do not discuss any of this shit in public mm. they'll be in court she'll be putting a gag order on you they'll be putting they'll be locking all that shit up they'll be like he can't talk about that all right shout out to jay cool has arrived he says now that this is out of the way men listen to coach and remember that he said that it is not the 1980s anymore and also just as coach has also said the women at work are average at best anyway. He says, therefore, leave them work women alone. And I can't even get a like button out here. I'm giving y'all so much free game. Some people are paying for it or they're sponsoring today's show. But look, he just said it. Some of you guys mess with women at work and you think she's all that. That woman ain't even do. She ain't even attractive once you put her in the general population. She's attractive compared to the work women that you work with. Leave her alone. She's a six at best. All right, go get you a real woman outside. Shout out to Avery. Coach, what are your thoughts on the San Francisco police trying to get autonomous robots to delete threats? Human lives. He says something like uh, some days ish to me. Wait, sounds like some last days ish. People are not ready for these conversations. People are not ready for these conversations, but you know. Most people want control. They want to be controlled. <laughs> Drone cops in San Francisco. You guys, you guys, you know, you guys volunteer for these things. KW says to the people who say $200,000 is nothing. Kanye is essentially giving Kanye uh, Kim Kardashian a house every month. If Kanye has to sell socks 
sell stocks to meet his obligation. He could be taxed if he made a profit. It's a dangerous game out here. It's a dangerous game. I mean, who says 2000 Like, what, what person says $200,000 a month? He can afford it. Why would you? I don't get that type of thinking. I don't get that type of thinking at all. Like, you're going to have to justify that shit to me. Chairman Mo says, can you play the sad music and uh, put a picture up staring Martha, Martin Luther Lee? Okay, you got something to say here. All right, let me see if I can do this. Uh, this is going to take quite the ambidextrous effort here, but I'll put this up right quick. He says, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied to a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. Yes, there you go, guys. Listen to that quote. If it affects me, it affects you indirectly. If you just say $200,000 to Kim Kardashian, that makes sense. He, he could afford it. Wash our hands and forget about the entire thing. I mean, you know, can he afford it? Sure. Dr. Dre can afford to divorce money. No big deal. If Dr. Dre could afford to divorce money, he would not have fought the He would not have fought the prenup. I heard Vlad TV saying that shit over and over. Dr. Dre ain't worried about no divorce judgment. Okay, are you sick? Why did he fight it then? Why did he fight it? Answer that question for me. Why did he spend hours in courts hiring lawyers? Why? If he didn't care, he wouldn't have fought it. I hate when people come up with that. Kanye West obviously fought this judgment. He did not want to write that check. Could he afford it? Okay. But he didn't want to, he fought it. <laughs> I hate when people say that he could afford it. You think he weren't? Because what they try to do is try to say, we're making a big deal out of this when Kanye West is not making a big deal, when Dr. Dre is not making a big deal. But that's not true. They were fighting it. So they do care about cutting the check. This is the, this is the dumb jackass argument they try to throw you off. And I'm like, well, he didn't care. Why he would have just said he would have just cut the check. He would have just asked her how much you want, and he would have cut the check. This dude almost died trying to fight the check. <laughs> this dude was in the damn hospital gurney, trying to not get extorted. What you talking about? He didn't care. He cared. Shout out to Oscar. Appreciate you, sir. All right. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, we got two here from someone. Let me see if I can say their government name. They government name. Shout out to somebody saying support. We'll call you F to the M. You game in twice. He said pocket watchers. Pocket watchers always say some stuff like that. Oh, it don't matter. Like, dude, you're, that's dumb. He says for providing fantastic content, like changing advice and perspective. Shout out to you. That comes in from Mr. FM. Uh, let's see here. Harold, I don't know if I can say your name either. I already said half of it. He says, I need, I need you to FB. <laughs> he says, I need you to fat beach bungee cord snap on these ninjas. For real, though, man. 
dudes are dudes are out here running around here. And, and the, the problem with men, and I'm going to come up with a men's channel. We were discussing that last night to, to try to redirect the message about men. Men, ego. Men's ego, because women are going to say fragile ego. I don't believe it's fragile ego. But I believe male ego is a problem. Your own ego, because of the competition out here, makes you believe that you are not going to be vulnerable or you somehow can wriggle out or go around some shit that some dude just got caught in. That right there is dangerous. I see this shit all the time. And many times y'all get that wake up call. We all got an ego. Yes, but at some particular point, once my, my my relative, my relative who was a former street Mac pimp, he said to me after he got caught up in a case, he wrote to me a letter from the pen. And he said this. Life can turn from sugar to shit in a matter of moments to any man. In a matter of moments, I don't care who you are. Bullets kill, but dudes run around here thinking they're bulletproof. Your finances can turn at the drop of a dime. You can be levy sued or whatever, and shit can fall apart like this. I want you to think about this. Your life can turn from sugar to shit in a matter of moments. Somebody said, why did he have a stroke? He didn't have a stroke. His ass went to jail. Oh, Dr. Dre. Y'all talking about Dr. Dre. Men, your life can turn just like that. Not only that, your life can change for a 10-second nut. 10-second nut. You bust a 10-second nut, and you think, tomorrow? You got life created. And check out, your life has changed significantly. I want you to remember that. Remember that when you got your ego and your pride in the way. It won't take very much. We're very fragile beings on this planet. We got a great mind and it's protected by this skull and 206 bones. And ladies, you have 207 bones if you're at my house tonight. If you're at my house tonight, you get an extra bone. But with that being said, we're just flesh. This flesh is not a hard shell. You got only a predictive amount of heartbeats in this ticker right now. You could be gone like that and forgotten tomorrow. I don't care what you do here. You better have humbleness and become in the spirit of meekness, although sometimes you can put yourself out there and call yourself notorious. But it won't take very much to have yourself forgotten, to have your life changed like that, to have all your money taken from you, to have your status just like that. So you better remember that on a daily basis. Anyway, shout out to Harold, Harold L. He says, uh, source, money, U.S. news. The BLS project is 820,000 new attorney jobs will open up in the field by year 2031. He says growth of about 10%. And this source's student loan planner. He says cost in-state tuition, 27,000. Out-of-state tuition, $40,000. Private law schools, 47,000. And the top 25% law schools are $55,000 per year on average. And sourcepoorschool.com, the divorce attorney, is the highest paid legal profession when it comes to the annual income 
in terms of dollars. You know what I'm talking about? I got money. And the rain, reading rainbow people, they going to come after y'all. All right. All the all the people that are trans and reading rainbow and y'all living high off the hog and making bakers make cakes for y'all. Y'all going to be in that divorce system, too. in T minus a few years. It gets real out here in the field. Anyway. All right. Don't let pride and ego. You know what I mean? We can play with it. We can play with pride and ego, but you better become humble real fast. You better realize that, you know, you might say you're the man. I might say I'm the king of kings. We might say somebody's the godfather or the top G. We just flesh. We just flesh. That's all. <laughs> uh, Sizzle says, Sizzle doubling up. I'm at the airport with my free agent lifestyle hoodie on. He says, give Gay another you can't win. He says, the only deadbeat billionaire in existence. The only deadbeat billionaire in existence. All right, we're going to get to them super chats. Uh, please, please, please. All right, let me see. Let me get over there and get y'all brothers. We're close to, where are we at here? Warhammer. Uh, shout out to Quantum. He says, hey, coach, I was reading the Bible this morning and came across a proverb that best describes the free agent lifestyle. Look up Proverbs 31 and 3. I think somebody talked about that. The book of Proverbs is supposedly the book of all books, right? I got to go into the Bible a little bit more, to be honest. Given, he says, give not thy strength unto a woman, unto a woman, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. Damn, I could read even further, but um, it is not for kings. Wow. It says, give not thy strength unto a woman, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. Listen. Many kings have been destroyed basically based on their relationships with women, not because of women, not because she's a woman, but they gave up their power. The weak king Ahab, the Jezebel, she used the weak king to be able to get what she wanted and society crushed and crumbled. And Elijah went into the desert in his spirit and said, Jezebel, you should be destroyed. And Jezebel herself said, I will not be destroyed. I will defy until the bitter end. And then until she was trampled by horses and her dog eaten by flesh. She was still in the spirit of defiance. So anyway, shout out to marriage causes divorce. When they're dating, she's chasing the ring in the bag. 100%. Like we boil it down and know oh, it's about love. No, it is not. Marriage causes divorce. Shout out to you. The beta male police, my cousin's wife cheated on him after 10 years with four kids. Dear coach, why are you always right? <laughs> yes, sir. Shout out to Morgan. Shout out to Morgan Jones is in the building. See me after class. I'm willing to give up my kingdom. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, shout out to Hillary Resilient. See the spirit of the spirit, the flesh, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. All right, shout out to Hillary Resilient. That's why you got to be strong, brothers. You got to be strong with your seed. Strong with your seed. Just a little bit of hair and a little bit of nice skin and a little bit of toddies and fat deposit in the right area, and you get bumped off your path and your purpose. You got to stay strong. I got condoms. <laughs> Henry Resilient. He says a component of my job is to crunch numbers. If Kanye put $30 million in the saving account with 2% interest, it would generate $600,000 a month for child support. Hmm. Anyway, wow, $600,000 a month for child support. So, wow, 
that's a big money right there. Big money. Wow. Lawora Moore. He says, bet that flesh, coach. Yeah, that flesh. Lawora Moore, I absolutely no time and patience for people who always who are always the victim and not the victor. We got it, man. We got it. We're, we, we're trying to be victors over here. Marriage causes divorce says reason 304 is divorce is because of divorce rewards, period. Period. I mean, if you didn't have no-fault divorce, if you didn't have them benefiting from divorce, you would have divorce rates plummet. All right, JC says, my first slow Tuesday, brutal, brutalized a six-foot mastodon. Shout out to you. Oh, boy, y'all taking him down. All right, Henry Resilient, when the divorce finalizes, I get a new CS calculation. Oh, so you're still getting calculated. That's true, too. Um, Yeah, that's called temporary judgment versus the final judgment. Free Agent 47, shout out to all the free agent. I've been divorced for two years and been working on becoming a barber and making six figures. Time to go get that bag. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> the more and more, the older I get and the better my mind got, the less beautiful these women would seem to me. That is true, too. Um, And you have to understand the deception, the deceptive tactics that people use against you to prove beauty. And it's just tactics. I already know Master Splinter is under all women, right? All women are Master Splinter at one point or another. And many of them are always Master Splinter. And some of the better looking women are Master Splinter when you don't see them. All right. Shout out to all the Master Splinters in here. All right. Again, this comes from when you know what you're risking, you realize that most women aren't riskable. They're destructible. You know what I mean? You're like, I ain't risking it for that. All right, shout out to marriage causes divorce. Three or fours are too smart for men in marriage and divorce. Yeah, I, I want men to understand that there's going to be some content creators that want to make you think women are dumb. I think that's a dumb way to do it. That's a dumb way to do it. You got to look at women as very cunning, very manipulative, very intelligent, especially when it comes to you transfer, transferring your power to them. They're going to act dumb real quick on you. They're stupid when they don't got the power. They stupid as hell. They dumb. They don't know what's coming. They delusional. They all, you're like, look at these dumb women. Look at that dumb women. You, right. you, you bust on them. You be like laughing at them. Ah, ha, ha. Soon as you get the power, soon as they get the power, they get smartened up real quick. Have you ever seen that happen? Have you ever seen that happen? You'd be like, this woman dumb. She can't fight herself out of a paper bag. Look at her. Look at this dummy. Soon as they got a little bit of power, all of a sudden, they smart as hell. They'd be like, uh-huh, yeah, you dumb gentleman. You sitting there like, I didn't realize. And that smartness is, don't equate that to intelligence. It's not intelligence they're dealing with. What they have now is power. And they know it. And all of a sudden, they all of a sudden they know their way around town. They dumbass don't know how to drive and park, but they know how to get to the government resource building. They know how to call attorneys on the phone. They don't know how to return your message, but they know how to get attorneys on the line. <laughs> all of a sudden, they be like, mm-hmm. And you know what? They'll spend all day plotting against your ass. All day. They'll be at the yard plotting on you. They do 15% of work for their boss, 85% plotting on your ass like this. Mm -hmm. They'll spend all day on the child support calculator, calculating what they perceive to be your income, thinking about what they're going to get. All day plotting mm -hmm. on your ass. See, y'all go to work and y'all have to play politics and y'all got to deal with y'all boss. Y'all got to build structures. You got to figure out a way how to, you know, squeeze uh, blood out of a turnip. 
you guys are kick, you don't think about plotting on women all day. Women all day. As soon as they give a little bit of power, you bust another inside of them, they like. Look, you bust all up inside her walls all day. She's sitting like this all night. Her back was hurting before you blew that back out. Now she got to stretch her back. Now she's sitting up all day, all night. Every day she come home, she got a damn heater, air conditioning. She got something around her waist to make sure the seed go all the way up into the damn fallopian tube. All right. She like, yeah, let me figure out a way. And then she calculating. Oh, you an engineer doctor, huh? <laughs> you an engineer doctor, I see. Okay, all right. She got all this stuff. She taking ginseng. She taking all kind of shit and medication. She looking up stuff online, how to make sure that seed get down to the fallopian tube. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Y'all think women are stupid, man. I, I'm here to tell you. Dudes be like, yeah, this is how you get over them, them dumb women. I'm here to tell you they're very cunning. Do not. Men in the past have underestimated women so much. This is why you're in the position you're in right now. I look at these people as very brilliant. I give them their respects. I know the power they yield. Doesn't mean you have to be scared of this power. You need to make sure you're not on the wrong side of this power. And the ego of men is to believe they have some sort of power and strength and intelligence over women. That's dumb. If you give any piece of power to that woman, you it's a wrap for you. It's a wrap. Your job is not to give them that power. Because they get real smart. <laughs> Age of Machines, this dream is too good not to contribute. He says, save your bank statements in court videos gentlemen they'll lie until the cows come home ghost or else yep and do your best to record any of your proceedings meetings with attorneys mediators judges even if she says you can't do it uh argue and protest freedom of speech record that shit asking for a statement of where it's legally impermissible to record in this area i don't give a damn about that sign i don't give a damn about that sign i need the damn legal code Show me the jurisdiction. Show me all that shit. I'm recording. All right, I'm going to throw you in jail. Not in no damn uh, administrative court. You ain't going to throw me in jail. <laughs> all right, that's what the judicial courts are for. All right, you can try to bully and intimidate me and use the, the courts against me, but I can record unless you show me the damn code that tells me I can't record. All right, you can do all that shit if you want. Record all interactions. Do not have an interaction with them that is not documented. Your ex-wife will come up, your ex-girlfriend will come up. Oh, hi, how are you doing? Everything good? Oh, everything's great. I'm hustling on the side. I'm doing Uber Eats. I'm actually doing all of this shit. I'm hustling. My clientele is full. I got a side business. She like, mm. Then she going to have you for harassment. She going to have you for harassing text messages. She going to have you for a modification to child support. Don't say shit. You unemployed. You don't own a damn thing. <laughs> Just be fuck quiet. When you see them, don't say nothing. <laughs> all right. Anyway, rational rationality. She said, he says, all jokes aside. He says, once I was 23 and now 33, I focused on making on me and made six figures since as a traveling nurse practitioner. 
and never see a 304 until 10 p.m. gone by six. Get them out of there. Get them out of there. All right, Roberto Moreno says, appreciate my superhuman CGA in the building. All right, just giving y'all this advice as men, as I wished I had received. Gray Hayes Radio going to court in three hours to get back to 50-50. That I already had. He says, it's the first hearing. Any extra tips for the court appearance to help to get back to 50-50? Do you want to get back to 50-50? I don't know how old the kids are. These all things come into play here. If your kids are under 10, then it might be worth the battle. If they're teenagers, it ain't worth the battle. I, I don't think it's worth the battle. <laughs> right? They're going to be off the government dole in a minute, and the biatch is going to be broke in five years. Just give her whatever the hell she want to get. She thinks she had to come up. She's going to be broke in five years anyway. All right, and try to see your kids when you can see them. Uh, don't spend all that extra money trying to fight. All right, wash your hands of the situation. If she want to corrupt the kids and sell them out to the court, let her. All right? I know you're hopeful for your kids to turn out well, but if it's going to cost you all this damn money for her to make a play on you to get back to 50-50 where you was, just know she's a manipulative biot and she's ready to throw your kids under the bus and sacrifice them at the altar of feminism for for you, uh, to, to, to hurt you, to hurt you, to hurt you. If your kids are under 10, then potentially you could do that, but just know the attack is coming again. Just know the attack is coming again and take that into consideration. So if they're under 10 and you do this, you get back to 50-50. In five years, she's going to pull this shit again. In five years, you're going to pull the same damn thing again. Just just know. So is it worth it? You got to think about it. All right. Sheldon Williams says, for the yay couldn't afford it, dudes. Robin Williams, Robin Williams could afford it too, right? Yes. See, that's the thing, guys. Robin Williams can't afford it. And he basically said, I'm out. He basically said, you know what? I can't afford it, but. <laughs> Stop with that. He can't afford it stuff. All right. I don't think that's a proper argument. Sheldon Ross can't wait for Hafiz to not care and cut them checks with no tears in his eyes. He says men need to be taking marriage way more seriously. Way more seriously. It is not a game. It is not a joke. Love is not it. I'm telling you, if you base your marriage on love, shout out to Dr. Thunder. He calls that marriage 2.0. That's a dumb position as a male to base your position up. Now, if she wants to base it on that, she don't realize that she's making herself, putting herself in a dumb situation too. All right. And some marriages do last on that. Most don't. Most don't. Because the love is going to go away. Whether love lasts, okay, most people's, the love goes away. And then what? You're a prisoner. <laughs> you're a prisoner. And if you're doing this for the community, you're an idiot. You're not going to have one step daddy, one marriage at a time to fix the community. We need to do this and we need to raise these kids and we need to get the kids. That's dumb. That's dumb too. Why would you sacrifice yourself at the altar of feminism for that? I mean, why would you do that? I don't, that doesn't make sense. Like, you know how many people have to repeat what you've done? It's crazy. Yeah, one woman, one man. Okay, by the time you do your thing and I, okay, you're going to do, we're doing this and I do my thing, you divorced. Half the guys that did it divorced and then now I'm trying to do it, trying to get everybody else on board. <laughs> Somebody said, talk about the Mrs. Doubtfire movie. Yes, um, men, you will see movies differently after you've gone through a breakup or a divorce 
you will see movies differently. I watched Mrs. Doubtfire prior to ever getting married. Never, it went right over my head, just like all the shit goes over my head, over your head when I'm talking about it. You're like, what? Then when you go through one, watch Mrs. Doubtfire again. You're going to be like, God, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, I, how did I miss this? Ladies, I want you to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. What, go watch Mrs. Doubtfire. That's one of the most eye-opening marriage divorce movies of all time. Up there with Kramer versus Kramer. Up there with um that one woman in San Diego that went nuts. I can't remember her name. And there was another one that recently came out in the last four years. That movie is should be a wake-up call. If you're a single male, if you're a single male, go watch Mrs. Doubtfire. You're going to see, oh, the War of the Roses was another one. That, that one right there. Also, um, the other movie, um, Money Pit. Money Pit with, uh, I think, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Money Pit. Watch that one. Okay, there's, there's, there's many movies that are red-pilled enough to give you this information to show you. When a woman uses emotions to make decisions and she uses love to make her decision about marrying you, and that that alone, and you don't realize that's a business contract. If she falls out of love, you are in trouble, guys. You're in trouble because she's only using her emotions to guide her. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Oh, Pursuit of Happiness was another one, guys. There's too many movies out here. I listen. I don't like to use movies as a source of proof or evidence, but if you just want to use a movie, go ahead and watch it. By the way, watch Divorce Corp as a documentary. That's the realest movie. Shout out to, we're going to do a couple more Super Chats and then the last PayPals and all that. Joe Jones, all that crying to Kanye to get a naked video off the internet. Um, Do her kids, wait, for her kids, don't watch it. He says, and this is how she pays him back. Oh, she paid all that money to get the money off the, uh, she cried to Kanye to get the video off the internet so her kids don't watch it. And this is how she pays him back, cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. JC says, I was cohabitating with my ex and child for nine years. In court, she said that we never lived together. And as for uh, rearages, um, for, wait, I'm, I'm missing. It says rearages from day one, I'm, I'm thinking you mean. And my docs saved my butt. Guys, do I've seen women go in there and say, this guy abandoned us. The dad abandoned us. And it was completely untrue. <laughs> You're like, but they'll go in there and say, he abandoned us. He left us. He never seen us. He never communicated. He left me high and dry. He left me penniless and insane. He never sent the dollar. Never sent the dollar, a dollar. And then you come in and you be like, well, here's all the rent that I paid directly to the rental lease corporation. But she'll say, well, I said he never gave me any money. Me. I, he never gave it to me. He gave it to the lease company, but he never gave it to me. These, dude, they go in there and tell 100 lies. 100. Or you gave him cash. He never gave me a thing. You never gave him a money order. You never got a bank statement, nothing. Dude, I've seen even the, the women that people say, these are good women. She would never do anything like that to you. I've seen them do shit like that. And you're going, wow. 
they will go in there and play a full-on victim. It's sad. It's sad to see. And, guys, there's really no defense against it other than to have your stuff documented. Or know how to play the legal court against them, meaning you need to have a lot of fire. Uh, you need to have a lot of ammunition and legal paperwork. Do not go in there and argue with your mouth. It's it's a fruitless effort. They already know how to tie your ass into a knot. This is why people can't debate me because I've been debating the legal system for more than 10 years. I've seen the women that people think, her? She would never lie like that. Oh, yeah. I've seen them, man. He said, Michael Victim. Robert D. Women and children were the biggest expense in my life. Without a doubt. He says, I can only imagine my life, what my life would be. If I focused on myself instead, thanks for the wisdom. There are other options for men. And there are other options if you want to have kids. Let me know because we're running short on time. Let me know if you want me to go through the options for men. And I guarantee you there's going to be some dumbass that comes in here. Well, what? And you're going to find fault in the option that I presented you. I didn't say it was a perfect option. I said it was an option. I didn't say it was a great solution. I said it was a solution. I didn't say that uh, this trumps the other solutions. I didn't say that. You wanted a solution. I gave it to you. Now, if you don't want to use it, fine. If you want to roll the dice against the American legal system and the American woman and feminism and Western culture, go ahead. But don't cry to me later. Don't cry to me later. I'll give you the options here in a minute. Shout out to OG. And it ain't no goofy shit that blow. Well, don't get this and marriage license and don't do this and hide the money and put it in the trust. It's not going to be any of that. Shout out to OG1. YouTube kicked me off for three times. Wow. Stay clear, CGA. YouTube kicked you off. <laughs> Somebody said Jergens. <laughs> A bottle of Jergens. Squash, squashy. All right. Shout out to Moises for the junior college. Shout out to you. The junior college do get a part of the baby mama terrorist from. All right. Mr. Swift says 2.4 million is 43.5 million for 18 years. Unfortunately for him, it's only 10 years. The 10 years, I believe the youngest kid is, he only has 10 years. The youngest kid might be around the age of eight. So we're looking at $23, $25 million. Shout out to Don Pabo. Good to see you, brother. I'm Somebody else got kicked off? Did y'all get kicked off right now? Yeah, I see my numbers went down. Shout out to Don Pabo. He says, women can't love you. They can only love what you do for them. Ladies, you should not be offended by this. You literally put re requirements on men all the time to say they have to have this and that and this and that. As a result, that statement stands true. And they will have that every now and then. Peaches will be in here. I got me a broke pookie. This is not true. Yeah, women do date broke pookies until they wake up. <laughs> until they get that lesson. All right, we got three on PayPal. And uh, yeah, we got three on PayPal. Then I'll give you your solutions. Hang tight. I'll give you your solutions. Shout out to my man, Mr. Media. He says, why does she need anything for child support? Complete BS. On top of that, $2.4 million. State of California, if you will. And she only only has them 50% of the time. She can buy food and housing, etc. She has eight houses. Literally, she can be getting zero child support. This is straight up BS and criminal. 18 years of this. Come on. I don't know why people would just say yeah, she deserves child support. She's a literally, allegedly a billionaire. And they used this status as a billionaire previously to get this judgment. Why does she need $200,000 a month? Please, somebody explain it. 
Is Peaches in here? Yeah, isn't she a billionaire? How do you get it? Sean says, uh, Coach, have your followers, wait, have you followed the story of content creator LaTruth? I haven't. It's an interesting story about a man of value impregnating a baby mama of three children, giving her one more or a total of four. She accused him of being abusive, which is probably a lie. But in reality, she looks like the abuser, which is probably true. And a psychopath at that, which is probably true. It's another lesson that should be shown to the coach gang. I'll look that up. Look truth real quick. I'm going to pull it up just for my thing. Look truth. Is he a rapper? That sounds like a rapper name. Sounds like a rapper. Okay, I'll go look up their story. I'll go look up that story. Maybe I'll present it tonight when I do my research. Research. Uh, guys, ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys want to know about what I think about people being portrayed as an abuser, it's just a way to skirt around the legal system to get custody of children and play the victim and get get you know that's all that is. That's all that is. All right. Um, most of the time, it's not the case, and many times she's the instigator, and it can be proven if you record them. Never be afraid to record these people. Save your recordings. All right. Um, here we go. Harold L. Oh, I got you already. Did I get this already, Harold L.? I got you. All right. So look, let me go over to pay. Okay. All right. So I'll give you the solutions. Guys, understand the solutions that I'm going to give you if you do want to avoid, avoid this system. Solution number one is roll the dice. Obviously, go ahead and participate. Um, if you think you can get around this, um, many men have not, and some men have. Uh, many men that maintain marriages, they are doing only so because they're a prisoner of the potential system. They don't want to fall victim to it, so they maintain the marriage. This is a phrase called cheaper to keeper. This is a phrase called happy wife, happy life. Many marriages that stay together are failed marriages as well. So that's number one. Number two, I'm going to say this. Um, you can have ch children overseas and never bring them to the United States and or bring the woman to the United States. Okay, you can do this. This can be done. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, coach, I will never see my kids. And this is not true because you're not under obligation of the legal system like it is here in Western world. You're going to you're going to be able to dictate. Hopefully you're going to be able to dictate. Uh, this is not 100 percent certain, but most cases it will be because she has no incentive to do opposite. But you can see your kids all summer long. You can see your kids on holidays. You can travel to said country four times a year. And that is equivalent to 50 percent custody that will be equivalent to 50 percent custody and it will be cheaper than having an american wife here and putting your finances at risk for marrying an american wife and having your children here number one number two people who do that people who do that see their kids more than people in columbus ohio see their kids and that kid lives less than a mile away and or around the corner there are men that see their kids way less than that, and they live right in the same zip code. You'll see them more. <laughs> You'll see them more likely than you get 50-50 custody here. And you get the dictated, and you get the, if you want to send money to the woman and the wife and have the right, who cares what she bones? Look, that situation could be better off for you. It could be. I'm not saying it is, and I'm not saying it's a perfect solution. Not only that, you can bring them here for school. You can send them back over there for the summers and whatever so they can learn Spanish in the Dominican Republic if that's what you want to do. Somebody said, but coach, they can't watch the woman. You can't watch the woman here. What, what, look, I get it. Can you watch the woman here? See, again, you guys are doing this. You can't even watch the woman and she right around the corner. 
She watching you. Watching you. She watching you. What you talking about? She got the damn private investigators watching you. Like they watching my show. Every night you waking up. Private investigator following your monkey ass. What you talking about? You can't watch the woman. You can't watch the woman here. <laughs> can't watch the woman. Why you want to watch her? Just get your DNA test. The woman got 50% custody right now. You can't even see your kids. She got 85% custody and you can't watch her. All right. Got them inch eye, private eye. Watching you. All right. What's the next solution? Surrogacy. Surrogacy. You can hire a surrogate here in America or any other country you want. You can pay upfront upwards to $90,000 or $150,000 to hire a person legally and make sure she doesn't get attached to that kid. Make sure she's under the legal, legal obligation to know that this is your seed. And then as a result, once she has that baby, she's excommunicated from the process forever. She can never see that kid again. And you get to raise a kid in the direction you want to and hire a nanny if you want. Now, I'm giving you that. And I know one monkey simp is going to say, yeah, but two-parent household isn't raising kids in a two-parent household with a mother and father more natural and beneficial for the child? Well, I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad you asked that. While you're asking that, go to the family court and ask them that question. Like, why are you asking me that? Like, I don't get why you're asking me that at this particular point. Go to the family court and <laughs> what are we doing now, sir? What, like, what are we doing now? We literally let people raise people in single parent households. On a daily basis, and you don't even flinch. But here you are over here. But what about? <laughs> now you don't have a woman running interference. Is it going to be difficult? Yes. You're also going to say, but coach, I don't have $90,000 to pay up front to hire a lawyer and a surrogate. I'm glad you said that. If you don't have $90,000 to hire a surrogate or a lawyer to make sure your surrogacy goes well, you don't need to be having kids. Stop having kids in the first place, you broke ninja. See, you're going to pay $90,000 whether you got it or not when you have kids, you broke ninja. Not only are you going to pay $90,000, you're going to pay in excess of three hundred and $400,000 and you might not even see your damn kid. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? You're going to pay the money regardless. You're going to pay the money regardless. Don't act like you having babies for free out here. You don't act like these kids are eating for free and it don't cost to feed them and house them and shelter them and close them and educate them. And you're going to tell me I ain't going to do it because I don't want to pay the money up front. You're going to pay anyway. You ain't got no money but want a legacy, but you don't want to pay up in advance. Stop with the games. We don't play games with men. You're going to pay regardless. I don't want to pay $90,000. Calculate your child support over 18 years. I guarantee you, you're going to hit $90,000. In addition to the money that you need to even raise the kids, stop with the bullshit. Okay. <laughs> See, what you want to do here, you can't trick me. What you sucker for loves want to do is you want love. You want the act of procreation to be somewhat natural. And yes, I would love it to be. But the problem is we've gone unnatural. We live in an unnatural world and it costs to have kids. Let's be realistic. Most kids aren't made with love. 
I'm going to say it again. Most of y'all was mistakes. Most of y'all was born because your dad was parking lot pimping in the nightclub and your mama was a skeezer. Most of y'all was made because of a one night stand or a hookup or friends with benefits. Y'all ain't ready. Most of y'all was made because your mama's clock was running out and you were the fourth kid. You see why there's great distance between your your oldest brother or sister and you. See, your oldest and brothers and sisters was about to leave the household. They all 15, 16 and 17. And then you came along. And your mama said, I better extend this damn marital clock just a little bit more to make sure I ensure myself I got the bag. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> yeah, most of y'all was a oopsie baby. Most. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of y'all. Hey, it's all good. Yeah, most of y'all was side chick babies. Yes, most of y'all. Y'all daddy was a rolling stone and wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died. <laughs> and you was over there on the opposite side of Columbus, Ohio, and you was raised by a single mother while your daddy had a whole family over there. Some of y'all was raised as Vietnam babies. Some of y'all was born out of the crack era. Most of y'all was born out of the out of zoom. I want to zoom, zoom, zoom in a boom, boom area era. <laughs> you know what I mean? 17.5% of American households are two-parent households with a mother and a, and, a, and a husband, a wife and a husband, and, and their kids living in the household. Everybody else is on some other shit. Everybody else is on some other shit. Don't act like you was made with love. Most of y'all was just made with lust. With no plan. Most of y'all was made in the country on a haystack. All right? That's what y'all <laughs> act like. <laughs> Most of y'all was bored because your dad went down to Freak Nick. Most of y'all was bored off of spring break bullshit. Most of y'all was bored off of a drunken night. Most of y'all was bored off of free base and crack cocaine. <laughs> look, look, stop, stop, look. <laughs> Anyway, most of y'all was, your dad wanted to pull out, but he didn't. Most of y'all was bored because your dad didn't want to go down to the liquor store and get a Jimmy hat. Most of y'all was about to be early terminated and somebody talked your mama out of it. <laughs> most of y'all was bored off that Henny. I'm just letting y'all know. If, let's add it up. Let's stop with this. I want to have a relationship and love and my baby's the man out of love. No, 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 no. Most of y'all was made because your parents were in a religious sect that didn't believe in birth control. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Let's be honest about this. Let's be honest about this. Let's get real. So if you want me to come in here, we need love and two-parent household and stuff like that. Most of us ain't here because of that. And as a result, look at you. Look at your life. Look at what you've been handed down. Look at your position. Look at your class. And that's an indication of where you were born from. But that's okay. <laughs> the breakup baby. Yes, most of y'all, your daddy and your mama broke up. And then it was the breakup, the makeup. He said, let me go get one more piece. And then he busted. And then all of a sudden, Dylan, you were born.
we already know how this works. Dylan's here. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. <laughs> Somebody said you was the key. Some of y'all to keep a ninja baby. Oh, I'm going to keep him if I get knocked up. And then she kept the baby. And then guess what? You're here. Some of y'all was born off a ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. That's how some of y'all was born off of that shit. And your mom was zooted off of uh, snorting lines. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of y'all was born with white lines playing in the background. Some of y'all was born off a of 12 play R. Kelly, baby making music. Okay. Let's just get real about things, man. So let's just put things in perspective. So I don't want to hear about you rejecting my stuff because there's no love in marriage. You thought you was made off of Al Green. Love and happiness. Make a brother want to do wrong. Make you do right. Ah. And then he hit you with that. Love and happiness. Yeah, something going wrong. Yeah, you need that. Y'all thought y'all was born off of that shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Y'all think y'all was born off of, ooh, baby, baby. Y'all was born off of uh, two live crew. Yeah, y'all was born off of some two live crew shit. Y'all wasn't born to no Isley Brothers. <laughs> you thought you was born making love between the sheets. Yeah, no, no, no. That was born as outside. Cotton candy, sweet and gold. Let me see your tussie roll. Tussie roll. That was born to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. And then you went home and your dad, five stroke special. And here you are. Mm. <laughs> All right. JC says most of y'all was born on the two live crew tour bus. Let's put things in perspective. I know y'all think everything's great and holy, but think about what y'all doing right now. How people getting knocked up now? Are they getting knocked up in the name of love? Like, look at that. That's how you were 20, 30, 40 years ago. Just stop. People having babies now ain't no, don't barely even know each other's last name. They barely even know each other's last name. That right now. And that was you 40 years ago. Mm. <laughs> y'all got delusions of grandeur. Let's put things in perspective. All right. Anyway, we having fun. I'm gonna get out of here. We oh, oh, we way over the three hour mark. Let me check the last ones, the last uh contributors, and then we'll get out of here. We're done with the super chat. <laughs> All right. Most of y'all was bored off of uh travel. You travel somewhere and knocked up abroad. That happened to me allegedly. Shout out to Harold. Shout out to my Australian baby. Um. Harold says, I've been to eight Brooklyn Nets games this season. VIP loge seats, including unlimited foods and drinks, special access to the 4040 Club inside, and it's still cheaper than what the system had planned for me. P.S. Going to the Wizard game tonight, VIP seats, of course. My man said, free agent lifestyle for life. He says, take me out with the Donald Trump. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right, we got Venmo taken care of. Let's check the cash app before we get out of here. Some of y'all born off freaky tales from Too Short, huh? Who said that? Jones G. 
Yes, indeed. Shout out to y'all. Thanks for the support. Thanks for being here. Hit the like button on the way out, and we'll be back. Yeah, this evening, man. We'll be back this evening. We out of here. Shout out to Kaylee. Peace. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to.